The following is a presentation of Old Goat Radio, your online crimson connection for DuPont manual sports coverage. And so it looks like Ballard's going to get the ball first. I don't know what the odds are at Buzz. It seems like Manuel's won the toss every game except once this year. I think you're right. So I am part of the Keepers of Odd Knowledge Society. Looks like Mark Allen was the other captain, by the way, for the Crimsons tonight. So we're getting ready, and uh, Dave, I think this is going to be an exciting game. Jack kind of gave us a really good synopsis of what to look for tonight. Feels like Manuel should run the ball, and uh, and we know that with with both Teague and Henderson, that the running game has kind of come along, but it's been spotty. And a lot of that, I, I really think the line play is going to determine how this game comes out. Well, for the first week in November, Buzz, it's really beautiful weather. It sure is. We're in the press box with short sleeve shirts on. Yeah, yeah. we are. See a few people with here. their tops down this week. <laughs> that would have been on the cars, right? That's right. <laughs> let's get that right. Yeah, let's, let's be careful here. We are a politically correct crew here. <laughs> and in one of the more unique entrances I've ever seen, the Bruins were actually on the field at the 10 yard line, but the cheerleaders still made the little tunnel for them to go through, and they've come over to the sidelines. Manuel is already set to kick off. And what's going to be the 30th meeting between these two teams uh, in their third playoff matchup? And uh, another trivial question, the fourth time that these teams have met twice in one season. Which, yeah, we talked about that. We remembered the, uh, the, the tornado, hurricane, whatever you want to call it, season where Manuel and Ballard actually played twice in the regular season because games were postponed. And it just turned out that they had already played, but they each had the same off night later in the season and decided to play each other again. <clears throat> well, Chris Russell has it teed up on the 40. Watching him during the warm-ups, Buzz, he was pretty consistent from 45 yards in. So, fans, don't forget to drop us a note here. From now on, it, it's win or go home from the playoffs. So, if Manuel wins tonight, we'll be back on next week. Uh, if Manuel loses tonight, we won't be. But drop us a note at oldgoatradio at twc.com and let us know what you think. Odell Smith and KC Jones are deep for the Bruins. They're only standing at the 15, though. Well, Roussel has been kicking a lot of short kicks, squib kicks, pop-up kicks. Effective onside of kicks. He's capable of driving it deep, though. And the postseason is just about underway. Here's Roussel's kick. I love it. It's fielded by Smith at the five. They set the return up to the right, cuts it back to the middle. And he's going to be knocked down at the 29. That's where the Bruins will take over. Dave, I, I'm going to tell you something. I've been a little critical of Manuel's kickoff coverage pretty much most of the season. Uh, and I feel like rightfully so. But Manuel covered that kickoff very well. It looked like Ballard was trying to form a wedge, and they weren't able to do it. Manuel busted it up, and here we are. So it's first and 10 Bruins. The ball's going to be right on the 25-yard line. Gunter splits wide for Ballard. And it's going to be Terrence May getting the start at quarterback. Quick toss oh, to the left. They try May. He'll pick up about one. A little bit of a – David Daniels on the carry, excuse me. I'm sorry, go ahead, Dave. Uh, but Omari Alexander pushed him out of bounds from his cornerback position. And I'm really kind of expecting both teams to try to run the ball tonight, Dave. I do too. So we will see. Manuel has Dorsey. Looks like Pleasant across the front line. May stays under center. A quick toss to Daniels, tries the right side. Tripped up for a short gain, maybe about a half yard, so it's going to bring up third and long. 
pretty good job. Emmanuel again making the running tough. That was number 50 on the tackle. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that's Chase Gavin, and we don't have a number for him, Dave. I agree because we haven't seen 44 since the mail game, and he's playing about right where he would be playing. So I formation for Ballard. Two receivers left. Look for the screen. Long snap count. Manual threatening blitz. Now they back off back. as Ballard looks over to the sideline. And we've seen this before from the Bruins. And then Ballard's going to call a timeout on a third and nine. That's a good job by the defense as they begin to confuse the Bruins a little bit. Anthony Kaiser, one of the starting linebackers, along with number 10, John Riley Jr. We also see Dominic Allgaier starting in the secondary. Number seven, Bryce Cosby, Manuel's interception leader on the season also in the secondary so that's the pretty much the crimson defense we've got a couple other numbers that we haven't called and we are sharing the press box with the manual coaching staff tonight. So we may get some insight or we may be thrown out the window i don't know uh, we'll try not to get in their way <laughs> lest i forget number three tim comstock the erstwhile starting quarterback is in the secondary for manual tonight along with john sneed jr uh, number eight and uh, Dr. Lucas had said this week that it's due to a lot of injuries in the secondary. That well, we're... and you see you see Allgaier getting the start, too. That's another offensive player turned defensive player, and it just shows the versatility. Now they go, Ballard lines up in the pistol formation, and a quick toss, fake. May rolls left, looking for a receiver at the 40 and loses the handle, and that'll bring on the punting squad. I believe he was out of bounds. Pretty good coverage by Allgaier. Maybe a step behind him, but there was no room for the receiver to get anywhere, and Allgaier pushes him out of bounds. The pass is dropped anyway. Manuel forces a punt on the first series by the Bruins. So Jake Ramsey is on the punt for Ballard. Antonio Hassell. Amari Alexander back for Manuel at the 40. Looks like Manuel might bring some heat here. Well, they do rush. Nice kick. Going to be fielded by Hassell at the 40. He's got a wall of blockers set up to the right. He's got two blocks. Another good block. He's got some room across the 50, the 40, 30. Finally brought down from behind by number 15, Colin Brown. Nice return. Good blocking on the kickoff. Bryce uh, on the punt. Bryce Cosby did a nice job at about the 35-yard line of the Crimson's to help spring Hassell. And then uh, there was another nice block where Nacho Jones actually picked up two of the Bruin tacklers and got them out of the way. And at that point, so the Crimson's are in business, courtesy of special teams at the Ballard 25. William Britt gets to start at quarterback. And we had Andre heard Teague at running back. On. Handoff Teague. He's, he's in the secondary, squirts through close to a first down. Just a quick hitter up the middle. Just a nice job by the offensive line that time to open up a hole. Number 74, Dalen Horton, who's flipped over from the defensive side, who got a nice block there. So it's second and two. We also see number 58 starting tonight. That is Shevin Kennedy in the white jerseys. So Carter and Neiman go left. Sissel lines up as a tight end to the right. Actually, he got unbalanced right. Britt back to pass. Set up a lob to Teague. Just can't get the handle on it at about the 15. A little bit high. Pretty well defended by the Bruins there, too. Just 
that's one where you need a little bit softer touch. Britt's got a tremendous arm, and that time he could have used a little more touch. Good job by the def defensive front of Ballard. Looked like they they, sn they sniffed a screen, and it was. Yeah, they, they did play it pretty well. I, I see number 61, Connor Shears, getting the start at center tonight. It's a big third down play here on this first drive of the game. So for three the receivers left. One of them is Timmy Comstock. Britt takes the snap, play action pass. He's going to be hit for a loss back to the 26. There was some confusion there, and Manuel is going to be setting it fourth at about 11, yeah, depending that, on the spot. That looked like one that uh, Manuel was going to fake the fake the dive and come up a little play action pass, and Ballard just figured they were going to pass, and they blitzed, and nobody picked up the blitzing linebacker from the left side of Manuel's offense, and Britt actually had nowhere to go. There's nothing he could do but eat the ball. Neiman will hold. Russell will attempt a 40-yard field goal. Certainly within his range. With 9.30 left here in the first quarter. No wonder I couldn't see the clock. I was looking at the wrong end of the stadium. Snap is good. It's got, got the chance. leg. And this one's good. Chris Russell. He looked excellent in the warm-ups and continues into play. Well, you certainly called it. Manuel's going to go up three to nothing here early in the first quarter, thanks in large part to a tremendous punt return. And the special teams have shined three times in this first two minutes, 45 seconds of the contest. Buzz, you mentioned great kickoff coverage, mm -hmm. nice punt return, and then the field goal from 40 yards out, and Manuel leads three nothing. There is a clock down there. Okay, first quarter, 9-15, as Dave said. So, Manuel, Manuel strikes first. But neither team has been able to pick up a first down as of yet. Yeah, and Manuel really started off well with an eight-yard gain on first down and then the incomplete pass and then the loss put him back. But Roussel with plenty of leg, 40-yard field goal, does put Manuel on the board first. And again, it's Odell Smith and Casey Jones deep for Ballard, but they're not very deep. They stand at the 12-yard line. And he kicked it down to about the 10. We've seen him reach the end zone. Which tells me they watched the films of yeah. last week's game at Eastern. Manuel put on a clinic of onside kicks. He's reached the end zone at other times this year and could do it again, I would say. It's a high, short kick. Be fielded by Smith at the eight. They, they fake the reverse. He's got a lane up the middle. Slips at the 35. Still on his feet across the 40. All the way out to the 44-yard line. A nice job yeah, of the I, fake reverse of the kickoff. And Ballard's got a great field position. That time the coverage kind of broke down. It looked like Manuel was looking for the reverse even before they faked it. And then they, they did bite on it. Ballard had some good blocking in front. Omari Alexander didn't make the tackle, but he actually was able to get in front of the ball carrier, turn him back into other folks, and that's where we stand now. Ballard starts this drive on their own 44, first and 10 here, Manuel up three to nothing. So May stays in at quarterback. And the ball's on the ground. Ball still on the ground, Manuel has it. And I believe that is Chase Gavin with the fumble. Chase Gavin, number 50. Comes up with it, and I'll tell you, he was quick on that ball, Dave. It, it looked like Ballard dove on it, and then right after that, he, he just snatched it away, and, and what I liked was he got up quick so they couldn't pile on and maybe poke it out while he was on the bottom. So Manuel's student body across the way comes to life. First and 10 at the Ballard 43. Their second possession starts in Ballard territory. It's Britt along with Teague in the backfield. Teague to the left of Britt, and they have three receivers bunched to the left. 
Handoff, Teague straight up the middle. Fights his way for about four down to the Ballard 38. He drug three or four tacklers through there before they were actually able to bring him down. Sam Walsh, number 76, a 6'3", 230-pound sophomore, another starter along the offensive line today. And number 65, I don't have a number for him, Dave. They've got Comstock in the slot left. Carter goes wide right. Britt awaits the snap. Comes, handoff. Teague tries left side. He's going to be wrapped up for a loss of two. Well, we. Walter we, Chambers on the tackle for Ballard. It's going to be third and about seven. We'll call it eight. We felt coming into this, we've seen Ballard put the pressure on right up the line of scrimmage, stack the box. And, and they bring pressure. And if, you've got, if you're going to run, you've got to block it. If you're going to throw, you've got to block it or get the ball out quickly. And pretty much that's what we're seeing from Ballard so far tonight. So a four-receiver set. Two to each side. And Teague lines up directly behind Britt. Whistles come in. Yeah, and we've got a flag. It may be, be delayed. Delay. So we will see what happens here, but it looks like they're going to mark five off against it's the It's a motion penalty procedure. So that's it's going to manual. Bring, bring up third and 13 now. A little bit tougher situation for Manuel. The ball's going to be right on the 45-yard line. I would say, Dave, if you can get eight or nine, you can go four down territory. If you don't, you're probably going to be in a punting situation. I agree. If we can get the ball anywhere within reason here, I think it's four down territory. Three receivers left, one to the right. Britt rolls left, launches one deep over Neiman's head at the 15. That's going to bring on the punting unit. Just a little bit high. Neiman made a nice adjustment to come back and get the ball, but he just didn't get it. So it looks like Manuel's going to be punting, I would say. I, I believe they're out of field goal range. It would be about a 62-yarder. Unless you're uh, Tom, Tom Dempsey. Dempsey. <laughs> yeah. Odell Smith will be back deep for Ballard and Sissel on to punt away for the Crimsons. Emmanuel could. 7.27 left in the first. Sissel gets away a nice high spiral, caught at the 11. Smith tries to run right up the middle, is belted by Kaiser, breaks that tackle, stays on his feet, and Ballard will take over at their own 21. Good job of coverage by Anthony Kaiser. Good snap from. Jacob Morgan to get the ball back there in good shape. Good punt by Sissel, good coverage. Manuel uh, kind of pins Ballard back a little bit in that exchange. So they'll take their third possession. 7-16 left in the first. Manuel leads 3-0. Still, you would have liked to have seen the Crimsons take advantage of that turnover. Opportunity knocks. And once again, take advantage a, of it in these playoff games. Penalty kind of hurts the drive. Your, your play call is, is limited. Little teacup formation to the left. One receiver right. And again, May under center. And then the oh. ball's on the ground again. Bad toss. I think Manuel may have another one. Well, actually, well, actually Ballard comes Ballard up with it. picked it up and almost got out of the scrum <laughs> with it there. That, that was certainly like a rugby scrum there, but Ballard comes up with it, but a big loss. He just and, missed Daniels on the quick toss. And, you know, we, we read in the paper today, we heard Jack mentioned it too on the pregame that both teams were using a quarterback who hadn't started much this season, maybe, and they were unsettled. And you wonder if a little bit of this is some nerves from guys really getting their first big look at the start of a game. 
I agree. We've seen a couple fumbles already for the Bruins. They're fortunate to maintain possession. We're looking at about second and 18. May again, stretch play, fakes it. Wants to throw left. And it's almost picked off by Algar. Got a hand on it. Dominic at the Algar, 15. Boy, he really made a nice play and played the ball through the receiver. He was the only guy who was going to make a play on that, and when he knocked it up, he was almost able to get it on the rebound, the old tip drill only. Most of the time when you practice the trip drill, tip drill, it's not tipping it to yourself. So it's going to be play there. third and long for the Bruins. So a big third down play for the manual defense. There's 6.24 left here in the first quarter. Manual up 3-0, to zero and fans uh, – we appreciate you listening in tonight. We have no video like we try to bring you most every week. Our cameraman and producer, John Wright, is orchestrating things from the mobile, <laughs> and that's the mobile studio. Of, it's an away game, and we're just pressed for space tonight. Lucky to be where we are. May takes the snap. I'm trying to set up a screen. Steps up in the pocket. He eludes the whole rush. He's got some room to the left. He's across the 25, close to first down yardage at the 30, but yeah, it's going to bring up short. a fourth and short. Nice job short. I made just uh, eluding yeah. the initial wave of manual pass rushers. Yeah, Manuel had a pretty good shot at him in the backfield. John Sneed looked like he had a point-blank shot at him, but he was able to kind of get into the middle and mix up with some of the other fourth and two maroon jerseys and get out. They are in punt formation. And, yeah, Dave, you mentioned that we're fortunate to be here in the press box. The manual coach is sharing space with us. Ramsey gets off of, actually this one comes off the side of his foot and, and then limps across midfield. But the Crimsons will have great field position for the third time tonight, this time at their own 48. So this is one that Manuel really needs to take advantage of. Especially with the beat defense right. being able to dominate the way they have through the first half of this quarter. They've gotten, they've gotten a field goal off of a tremendous punt return and they've gotten a turnover, and then they forced another near turnover and pushed Ballard back, and they've pretty well flipped the field. They need to do something on offense now to make it hurt. Take advantage Troy of Henderson mistakes. comes in at running back. He takes the handoff. Actually, it's William Britt on the fake. He'll get five up the middle down to the Ballard 47-yard line. Nice play by Britt there. Yeah, that's the way the read option is supposed to be run, although I think that, yeah, that is Britt. Uh, that's the way the read option is supposed to be run. You stick it into the belly of the running back and see if they converge on him, you pull it back out and take it yourself. And he got five big yards there for the Crimsons. Second down and five to go. So Comstock is in the slot to the right. And then he sends Sissel in motion right. Handoff comes to Henderson. Henderson breaks one tackle at the 45, another at the 40. Knocked out of bounds at the Ballard 35. The Crimsons are in business with the first down at the Ballard 35-yard line. Just a nice job that time of Henderson reading things, kind of spreading it out, stretching, stretching, and able to turn the corner. A lot of times the defense will set the edge and turn you back in. Ballard unable to do it. Comstock out in front blocking that time. Henderson turned the corner, first down manual. Britt, option left, pitches to Henderson. Finally across the 35. Brought down from behind. But a game of about seven on the play. There's your tearaway jerseys that you would <laughs> normally beg for, Dave. It might have gotten a first down out of that, but a big seven-yard gain as Henderson hits the corner. A well-run option play out of this uh, pistol formation that Manuel's running. It's going to be second down and three for the Crimsons inside the Ballard 30. 
And they've got Comstock in the slot to the right along with Jalen Carter wide right. Britt takes a snap, looking for Carter deep. He's got a step. What a beautiful catch by Jalen Carter at the goal line. He just simply outleaped Quentin Martin, and the Crimsons are now leading 9-0. Just a beautiful leap. Great pass by Britt. Martin never seen the ball in the air. Well, and I'll tell you what happened, Dave. We saw Jalen Carter make a tremendous adjustment to the ball in the air and leap over the Ballard defender to come up with a great – I wish we had wow. video of that. Hey, of all nights not to bring the camera, it's tonight. So Neiman on to hold. Russell on for the PAT. 441 left here in the first quarter. Manual up now 9 to nothing. Snap is up. Kick splits the uprights. That's going to be 10 to nothing. And, Dave, that's the start that Manuel needed. They, and, and we said the offense needed to kind of come up and, and uh, make it hurt, so to speak, one of my old softball terms when somebody yeah. made an error on you the gotta, other team. you got to make them pay. You make them pay for their mistakes. Now, certainly Manuel can't relax. This is a fine Ballard football team. But Manuel has put some pressure on them with the defense and the offense, uh, especially Jalen Carter on that. Maybe not the catch he made early in the season. I think it was against Central, first game of the, the season. One-handed the one-handed backwards. one-handed backwards. In the freestyle. I'll call it, you can't yeah. call it in the freestyle. But that was another freestyle yeah. reception, just a thing of beauty. He just hung in the air just an extra split second. And that was one where Britt put it up there where he could get to it and, and counted on his receiver going up and getting the ball. Had a lot of air underneath it. He put it out there and let his big play receiver make a big play. 10 to nothing, Manuel. 4.41 left here in the first quarter. And Manuel up early on the Ballard Bruins. Ballard is the home team by, uh, because of their higher ranking. They finished second in their district with a 3 and 1 record. Manuel finished in, in their district 2 and 3. Now, check this out, Buzz. Russell has it teed up in the middle of the field. Now, last week, this kind of tipped the hand that maybe they might yeah. be going for another onside kick. Go. Actually, Manuel's record was two and two in the district. I got a little excited when I, when I counted five teams. I figured <laughs> five games, but no, you don't play your own team. Pretty good crowd uh, mm -hmm. across the way for the visitors. That would be Manuel. Russell, high short kick. This one drops in no man's land at the 20, rolls out of bounds. And, Dave, I, I tell you, I know the ball went out of bounds. It's going to come up to the 35-yard line. But I, I, just watching the ambivalence in the Ballard receiving team, watching that ball, if that takes a funny hop and stays on the field, Manuel's going to recover the ball and, and have first and ten deep in Ballard. Territory. And in the regular season meeting, Manuel dominated the first quarter that in that one as well before Ballard yeah. kind of took control. And then yeah. Manuel ended up rallying in the fourth quarter. But my point is, Buzz, the Bruins are smarting uh, after a 63-0 beating by Trinity last week. Yeah. You think they maybe lost a step? I don't know. We'll find out how they respond. Well, and Trailing. again, I think the uncertainty at quarterback, that can give it. And, and you wonder, uh, fans, if you haven't heard, Manuel's coach, Dr. Oliver Lucas, is going to step down at the end of the season, and he let the team know New quarterback week. in. And they run to stretch to Daniels, and he's swallowed up by the defensive front. That is number... So number nine in the quarterback, Kyle Wolf. All guy in on that tackle. Sneed, number eight, in on that tackle. And uh, just a good job by the front. Three of Manuel, loss of two. And that puts Ballard back on their own 33-yard line. It's going to be second down and 12. And you're right, Dave. Manuel has to keep the pedal to the middle. This is, this is a game you cannot afford to let up. The Bruins are a fine ball club. And... Uh, but I, I, I'm watching their line, and I'll explain what I mean by that in just a minute. So Wolf works with Daniels 
directly behind him. They've got three receivers right. Fake toss, looking for the man on the, on the quick slant. Got him across midfield. Just nice play to Aubrey Haynes, and Ballard has a first down at the manual 49. Great play fake. Yeah, he's, and, and they did that. What tipped it off for me watching the Ballard line was that they set up in a pass block, but if you're a defensive secondary person, you're not necessarily going to see that. And Alexander made the tackle, had a little bit of help from Allgaier, but it certainly was a nice pass and catch. First and 10 Bruins. Send the man in motion to the left. It's the jet sweep. Anthony Kaiser does a nice job no of making a play, play. From, from behind. Good pursuit there. All guy coming up to provide support. So it's going to be second and 10 from the 49. And certainly Ballard's line, Dave, looks a little helter-skelter when they come off the ball. It might be because they're pulling people or whatever, but uh, they're not coming off the ball together, and that might be something that the manual defense can take advantage of. 3.06 in ticking here in the first quarter. Ballard sends three receivers right. And it's the draw back to Daniel straight at the middle. Ball's on the ground. And I think, let's see who's got it. Manual football at the 49. Well, I'll tell you what. Just Nacho. A, just a great play by Nacho Jones to come on it. But Sean Pleasant was really the only manual player in there, and he was being blocked. Didn't really have a chance at the tackle, but he reached over and swatted the ball out of the ball carrier. And, and that was a well-designed play. That looked it like was. it could have broke for some for six points. But a heads-up play by the manual defense and yet another turnover. Manual just got a great two-yard spot, too. The ball was recovered <laughs> at the 49-yard line, and they put it at the 49. However, it was recovered at the manual 49, and the officials placed it at the Ballard 49. It is time for the offense again to Neiman rise in motion to the left. Ball's on the ground. Britton should be high snap, yeah. low snap, that is. And that'll be a loss of about seven. That's the third or fourth low snap we've seen from the offense tonight, and that one Britt just couldn't handle it. And did the wise thing. If you can't just pick it up right away, you got to go get it. So uh, you got to fall on it and try to get them back a little bit at a time. Now you've got second down, so you need six or seven yards to make it a manageable third down and then try to get the first down. But after the turnover, you'd want more from the manual offense. Henderson lines up to the right of Britt. And set the bubble screen to Comstock, and it's incomplete. Going to bring up third and long. But Ballard was really confused yeah. on defense that time. And that, that was a good opportunity for that bubble screen to work. But Britt just a little bit quick on the trigger, uh, partly because of the pressure that Ballard's bringing and partly because he'd been get, gotten a couple bad snaps. In that case, the snap was good, but he turned and fired just a little too quickly. I don't think he had his feet set. Big third down play here for the Crimsons after yet another Bruin turnover. Neiman wide, wide left, Carter wide right. Britt. He's looking for somebody deep. There's nobody there. And then there is Comstock, but he can't make the catch at the Ballard 40. That pattern developed very late. He yep. came across the field, but just couldn't find the handle. It's going to be fourth and 17 with 2.04 left in the first. Britt bought some time by, by scrambling out, and Comstock broke off his pattern and came to meet the ball. Wouldn't have been a first down, but it would have been close. Pretty good coverage, actually, by Colin Brown as he recovered to maybe get a hand on that ball. Comstock couldn't pull it in. Manuel's forced to punt. So Smith is back again for the Bruins. Ballard looks like they might come after this one. Ten men on the line of scrimmage. 
Sissel gets away an end over end kick. Takes a great manual bounce across the 15. Rolls out of bounds at the manual, uh, excuse me, the Ballard 10 yard line. Well, I'll tell you what, that, that worked out very well for Manuel all the way around. Again, Jacob Morgan with a bullet of a snap back to Sissel, the punter. And normally you want your punters to kick the ball high and deep. In this case, the, the low end over end kick got a good roll. Ballard couldn't field it, and the ball goes dead inside the 10 yard line of the Bruins. First and 10, Ballard. Manual up 10 to nothing. We have 155 left to go here in the first quarter. The defense has already produced two turnovers in the first quarter alone. There was another fumble, but Ballard held on to it. Now what you're thinking as a defensive player, hey, I've got them in the shadow of their goalpost. I want two here. It's Kyle Wolf goes under center. And it's got him at the goal line, lets one go. He's actually looking for uh, Jake Ramsey, the Ballard punter, as Wolf rolled to the left in his end zone. And again, we we talk about it all the time, and especially at the high school level, rolling left, throwing with the right hand, squaring your shoulders, that's an art that, that you have to learn, and that one just kind of sailed on him a little bit. And uh, good recovery coverage by Allgaier as Dominic Allgaier came across and closed and was able to get a hand on the receiver as he tried to bring the ball in. Second and 10 for Ballard. Pistol formation for Ballard, second and 10. And then the handoff goes to Daniels. He's got a nice hole across the left side. And it's Daniels fighting ahead for about six yards. Yeah, man, he looks actually, like he's just one step away from breaking one. Yeah, I, I, I'd be concerned that he might get away from Manuel before the game's over. Uh, John Riley Jr. made the tackle, but a couple other Manuel players had shots at him. He, he, Davey, he's not the biggest of backs, but he runs with elusiveness, and he takes a hit and just keeps his legs moving and is slippery, I guess would be a good way to put it. So it's third and three at the Ballard 17. They run trips to the right. Wolf takes the snap, looks right, looking deep. Pretty well played by Alexander. He actually gets his left hand on it, but the Ballard Bruins, unless they want to roll the bones here, are going to be forced to punt. Uh, I, I'll tell you what, Alexander was the only player who even had a shot at that ball. It was kind of overthrown, and I think if he'd have caught it, it would have been out of bounds. But Ballard definitely going to punt. And again, Manuel's defense is going to give the ball to the to the Crimson offense with good field position. Hassell and Alexander back right at midfield. And Ramsey stands on his own five, waiting the snap. Low snap. It does get away a beauty. Fair catch called for by Alexander at the 50. Yeah, and that, that's one where I think the kick got away, but the Ballard coverage wasn't quite as close as Omari Alexander thought it might be. But still, the ball right at midfield. Manuel again, good field position. In uh, another situation where you just have to take advantage of it. Fans, don't forget that uh, we'll cover Manuel football as long as they keep playing, and uh, we'll be somewhere next week, figuring that the Crimsons will be playing next week. And William Britt stays in at quarterback. Manuel first down at midfield. Handoff goes to Teague, and he just fights ahead for five. Just got right behind his offensive lineman there and uh, then bowled his way as far as he could. Connor Shears, one of the blockers in there for him. You know, Manuel's had some injuries on the offensive line. They've had injuries on the, in the defensive secondary, so a lot of players have switched sides of the ball as the season's gone along. And the handoff again goes to Teague. 
he's just stuffed at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, just not as much there that time as the Bruins come up and make a good play. Number 25, I think, of 45 for Ballard on the play, and that would be and Yeah, you're right, Quentin Buzz. Close. This is a much altered manual lineup than what we yeah. saw in August. And that was a season, as they say, go and attrition sets in. Yeah, it's just, and, and that's part of football. You're going to have injuries, and you have to overcome injuries. And I think that's going to be the end of the first quarter. Manuel's going to be leading 10 to nothing as both teams come to the sideline. But, Dave, you know it. You played with injuries. I played with injuries. Or you had injuries set you out, and we know. Heck, I've broadcast with injuries. <laughs> well, that's right. <laughs> and, and there are some that's fans, called a bruised ego. There are some fans who say we injure their ears when we broadcast too. But, uh, but you, you play, I, I mean, to me the most famous injury in, in my lifetime of following manual sports was when Wilbur Hackett got hurt against the Butler Bears in the state championship game and couldn't play against the male Bulldogs on Thanksgiving Day. And, and when your best player is out, it alters the way the team reacts. Uh, you always look for people to step up. When you get your chance, you want to step up and do the best you can. But quite frankly, I was one of the guys that was tasked with replacing Hackett, and I was not the player Wilbur was. I'd like to have thought I was. Well, very and few probably players were. Probably in my mind, I was. I very few I was, players but were. I, I truly wasn't. <laughs> yeah, very few players were. One of the all-time greats in manual history. But that altered, that altered that game. And when players go out, it alters the game for the team. You do, but you have to keep playing. That's the way and, football and, is. And that was the tale of last year's team with Mike Nero's Absolutely. terrible injury in the. Yeah. Second game of the season. We start the second quarter. Manual up 10-0. Third and five at the Ballard 30, 40, excuse me, 45-yard line. It's been Will Britt the whole way at quarterback. Takes a snap, rolling right. Lofts one to a falling Jalen Carter. Yeah, I think, incomplete. I think he lost, lost his footing on the far side. I believe he might have gotten his feet tangled up with the Ballard defensive back, not pass interference, certainly, because they were both just uh, going the ball. But uh, Fourth and five, idea. it looks like the offense is going to stay on the field. Yeah. Interesting I, call. I would, I would say that this is a possibility. They've kept May, uh, Ballard pinned back, but now it's an opportunity maybe to get the first down. And I think they thought they had something on that last play, Dave, and they may go right back to and it. And they may just go long snap count. That could be, too. By the way, well, I'll bring that up again after. So the snap. biggest play of the game tonight. Britt takes the snap. He's going to just go with the middle quarterback draw. Pretty well played, but he's got the first down at the Ballard 38. Boy, just a nice job of pulling the ball down, reading the defense, cutting through, and and actually it looked like a Ballard linebacker had a good shot at stopping him about two yards shy, and he just kind of kind of slipped the tackle that, like a fighter would slip a punch, Dave. So it's. So it's first down at the Ballard 38. Just a great job by Britt that time to get that first down and keep the drive moving. Two receivers, two left and right. Handoff goes to Teague. Teague breaks the tackle across the 35-yard line. So it's going to be a pickup of five. Dave, that was a big pickup, but he was he was one one jersey <laughs> grasp of, of breaking that for big yardage, and Ballard was able to get another hand on him and pull him down. Andre Teague running up the middle with authority tonight, and he is uh, he's going to bust one before the game is over, trust me. Ball at Ballard 34. They send Motley in motion to the right. Teague might have got a head start on the <laughs> – and breaks two tackles with the third one, decks him for a loss of five. In all honesty – 
he jumped off sides. Yeah. We've said that in the later part of the stages of the season where we're playing by Canadian rules. Yeah. No flag. Yeah, actually, he, that, may, he yeah. may have benefited from not, not taking a forward step, but you're right, the officials have been pretty lax for the la at least the second half of this season to call that. So it's going to bring up third and ten as Manuel's right back where they started before T. Grand for the five yards. Ten... 26 left to go here before halftime. Manuel up 10 to nothing. But some field position has eluded them. And flags come in. We're going to see what this is. There may have been some movement as the side judge drops his flag. Let's see what the call is here. Let's hope we get a break. And procedure against Manuel. Yeah. They'll go in reverse five more yards or bring up third and 15. Now, the interesting thing was I didn't see anybody move. I didn't either. think it was a delayed call? From the <laughs> I think it before. was from the play before. <laughs> that time everything looked fine. So he was replaying that play and he said, wait a minute, that guy moved. I'm going to throw a flag. The down marker says second and 15, but I think it is third. It has to be third down. That there it is. They change up. At least we know we have one listener tonight. <laughs> So it's Neiman wide left, and you've got Comstock in the slot to the right. Britt looks like he wants to shoot deep. He's got Comstock, and he's broken in half. Incomplete. It would have been for a short gain anyway. And he's <laughs> he's slow to get up. I mean, he took Getting one in the slow. back. Yeah, very slow, but he pops tough up. Tough young man, though, Dave. Oh, yeah, tough customer, and it's going to bring on the punting unit. So, yeah, well, that, that, would have, that would have been an excellent catch that wouldn't have gained much more yardage than what they had he's anyway. still smarting from yeah. the uh, shot in the back. Don't forget he plays defense, too. So That's right. So it could be a double injury. Sissel stands at the 45, and they've got Smith standing at his own 10. Sissel. Oh, that's a very, very short kick. And you, yeah, he was wow. angling for the sidelines and, and got it high that time, but... Uh, it went straight to the sidelines and settled at about the 25-yard line. So Let's see where the official marks this one. Actually, he gets a generous spot. Yes, he does. That's, that's right on the 25. Okay. That's about where I saw it go out. So, so. Ballard takes over, 9.53 left in the first half. They trail Manuel 10-0 in the first round of the 6A playoffs. First and 10 here. The, the winner of this game will most likely – be over at Maxwell Field next Friday night unless an upset of monumental and epic proportions happens there at Maxwell Field yeah, tonight. I bet the house on the Bulldogs. Yeah. I big fan of the J-Town Chargers, but not tonight. Handoff Daniels and a little counter. Picks up about four. He just I said this before in the first quarter, but he just looks dangerous every yeah. time he gets his hands on the ball. John Riley Jr. in on the tackle there, with, but not until five yards were gained. In uh, what I meant about J-Town, of course, I've got some friends out there, athletic director Gary Whiter and his wife, Regina, who's the teacher, who's a teacher at, at Jefferson Town, but I just don't think the Chargers are going to match up very well with the Bulldogs. Yet, but that's a program. It's uh, yeah. hopefully Stone, headed right. Coach Stonebreaker seems to have them going in the right direction. Wolf goes under center. Play action pass. And that one was almost intercepted by Chase Gavin. Nice, nice job that time, Manuel. And, and what you've got to do, uh, 
course, Jake Llewellyn mentioned it a couple times this year. When you read screen, somebody from the defensive line has got to peel back. They were kind of peeling back, but they also were able to get hands on the ball and knock it down. So that was a big play by Manuel. Going to be third down and five for the Bruins here as we head down toward halftime. 9.08 left to go. Manuel up 10 to nothing. And certainly they need a stop here on third down. We have two receivers lined up to the right. One goes left, and it's Wolf. With Daniels behind, quick talk, fake the toss to Daniels. Wolf pulls up. He's across. He actually, he's going to be brought down to 31. He, actually, he thought he was going to throw it after he crossed the line of scrimmage, and I think he realized where he was on the field and decided, I better tuck this one. Well, and what he did, though, he was able to get John Sneed off his feet and thought that he had some more room, but then he was just run down from behind back at Sean Pleasant, a nice job there. Uh, well, it's fourth and two, and the ball's back at the Ballard 30 with 8.38 to go, and they're gonna, let's see if they're really gonna punt. Oh, it's Wolf in at quarterback. Interesting move here. Manuel's pointing toward the sideline. They finally get a timeout for the Bruins. Yeah, I wonder if they were just going to go uh, for a long for a long count or something like that, Dave, just to see how Manuel was going to play it. But that certainly is a big play, depending on what Ballard comes out to do. They wonder uh, if they're if they're going to go for it here, but they're putting a lot on the table. Let's think about this though, Dave. Ballard is down ten to nothing. They're trying to get something jump started. Manuel's defense has kept them at bay all night long. However. Manuel's offense, other than a couple nice runs and, and a tremendous play by Jalen Carter, has, has really not, not done moving. anything. That's true. What have they got to lose? It's a playoff game. you got to do something. If they make the first down, maybe the adrenaline starts pumping. Maybe you swing momentum. Going. You swing momentum. Uh, I still think the wise play would be to punt it, but and it looks like that's what they're going to do. And now for at least the punting team does come on, they bring yeah. on Jake Ramsey. He'll stand on his own 20. It's going to be Hassell and Alexander back for Manuel. Ballard has used two timeouts. I'd like to see Manuel put some pressure on this punter at least one time tonight. You were reading my mind there, Buzz. Why not? Yeah, the, uh, the uh, long snapper has gotten a couple good snaps and a couple and not Hussell so good snaps. will hustle back toward the line of scrimmage. Here's the snap. It's low. Gets away a booming kick. Alexander fields it at the 30 over his shoulder, then he loses his balance back at the 24. Great, give him credit. Yep. It was a great catch yep. over his head. but Tough it, catch, but too, too, many, too many moves that he tried to put on before he was able to gather his balance in, but he held on to the football, and that's the main thing. So. And Ballard flipped the field. Once Manuel's yep. going to start out – at their own 25. Dave, that was a really nice punt when you think of the hang time and Ballard had good coverage and, and the punter had to kind of go down and get it. Didn't hit the ground, but it was a low snap. Now let's see what Manuel's offense can do. They've got plenty of field to work with now. They've got Comstock back on the field in the slot right. Teague remains the running back. And then it's a blown play and Britt's just going to run with it. He's got some room across the 40-yard line. Will Britt pick up a 15? Boy. You talk about a heady play. Absolutely. And, and he was dead to rights for a loss of five. It almost broke that one for a touchdown. 
And, and credit the offensive line a little bit too, Dave, with staying with blocks and, and not giving up on the play. And credit Britt for finding a seam and just busting through it. Big play by Will Britt. First down at the manual 40. No huddle, same formation. Handoff comes to Teague. Teague's got some room. Teague across midfield. Gain of 14 to Ballard. 47-yard line. Teague had a Ballard tackler go low on him and tried to hurdle him, didn't quite make it. Made the hit look a lot harder than it was, but it also allowed Teague to gain some more forward momentum because he was hit from behind as he was hit low, and that carried him forward. They'll first mark, and 10 Crimsons. They mark it at the 48, 735 left in the first half. Handoff again, Teague. It's feast or famine that time. Yeah, it's not feast much there that time. for the Ballard front. Yeah, they did, but that, they you've did got a good a, job of yeah. getting in there. Dave, I see number 50 on the offensive line now, so I, that would be the reason for Chase Gavin switching jersey numbers, I would say. We know he played a little bit of offensive line a few years ago and was a tight end last year. Second and 10 for the Crimsons here. So Sissel flanks to the right. And then a little mix-up. They do get the handoff to Teague. That time he gets about four. There seems to be a little confusion between Britt and Teague as far as the handoffs and mechanics there. Well, Dave, I, I, I never played quarterback in any games that mattered, really. But I'm thinking that Britt is, is a little bit taller than Comstock. And I think that Teague is used to getting handoffs from, from Comstock. And he's not going as wide where Britt takes his step and he's right on top of him. Back to pass, and he's got Jalen Carter for a big first down to the Ballard 31. Dave, I'm going to tell you what, that's a big-time arm that threw that pass. It, that ball was, was on a rope right on time. Carter caught the ball, looked it in, and the old uh, thumbs out when it's below the waist, thumbs in when it's above the waist. Carter did that mechanically perfectly. First it was a zip-line throw. Absolutely. First down at the Ballard 31. And the handoff goes back to Teague. Teague just bulldozes a man at the 20, and it's another crimson first down at the 19. Oh, it's got to check your commitment to football when you get leveled like that. Yeah, the goosebumps are out. It doesn't oh. usually happen on an offensive play, but uh, that is punishing a tackler. As John Rambo said back in the 80s, I'm coming to get you, Murdoch. <laughs> first and 10 at the 19. Handoff again, Teague. At that time, they torpedo him. Take yeah. out his legs. The Ballard player went. Ballard player went low to get him to get him down. It, that sometimes time. that's yeah. a, that's that's a good thing to do. But it boy. depends on how on how you attack a ball carrier, how you tackle him, and he got him down. It's going to be second and nine for Manuel. Five thirty-eight and counting here. Manuel leads ten nothing. Looking to add here. Britt back to pass. He's he's going to lob one. He's got Andre taking a flat at the ten. He'll walk in. Brett the Teague from 19 yards out, and the Crimsons are in control. 16-0 with 5.23 left in the first. He was uncovered. Just a great job by I Will was looking Brett, Dave, to, to draw the defense in. It looked like he was going to run, but that had to be peripheral vision for him to pick up Andre Teague and throw the pass out into the flat, and Teague walks in. Great job. He had me fooled. He was looking right the whole way, and then Teague just slipped out of the backfield. There wasn't a Bruin within 20 yards of him. Russell on for the PAT. Eric Neiman will hold. Snaps good. 
And another P. It's good. 523 left in the first half. Manual 17. Ballard nothing. Well, I'll tell you what. Dave, we, we had asked the offense to come through, and they came through. They uh, Maybe from their worst field position of the game after all of the turnovers and the other things, the offense took the ball, and they marched down the field a lot on the on the legs uh, and strength of Andre Teague. And, and to me still, great catch <laughs> by Jalen Carter down here for a touchdown, a fine play down here. But when he knocked over that that Ballard tackle, <laughs> that, you know, what that that's going to do, that's going to send a message to the whole Ballard team it, it, that it, don't get in my way. And, and, and you just wonder if that that's – It inspires you know, the whole team, everybody it, on your sideline. They see that, and the defense come out, come on, I can top yeah, that. And, and, the, and the Ballard defense is thinking, I don't know if I want to get in front of him or not. You can you, – you could almost feel the air come out of Ballard's sails after that run. And uh, and then Will Britt, just quick thinking, great peripheral vision, finds a man open, and it and it's Teague. So he, he kind of set up the touchdown, so it's great that he got the touchdown on the pass. And Will Britt kind of growing into this quarterback job. Looking very efficient. Yeah. Only a junior. We'll get to see him next season, along with a few other stars on this field. Grussell's going to tee it up. He is a senior, by the way. We're going to miss him. 75-pound kicker. Yes, he does a nice job. So it's Smith, Casey Jones deep for Ballard. Grussell's kick is deep. He's going to drive Smith back to the six. They set the return up to the right. He just pushed out of bounds. Let's see where they mark it, about the 30. So pretty decent coverage. Bryce Cosby on the kickoff team knocked him out of bounds, and Ballard's going to take over. But still a pretty good return by the Bruins. The ball's going to be on the 33, 32-yard line, first and 10 Bruins. They've got 5-17 to work with with one timeout. Good to see Comstock on the field on defense. And Wolf remains in at quarterback. It, 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 Ballard just kind of looked out of sync with the other quarterback, Dave, but Wolf hasn't really inspired him much. And they bunch three receivers to the left. And they're going to have to burn their last time out as they had 12 men on the field. So, again, the... You know, Dave, I'm not used to seeing this out of a Ballard team. Coach Jackson does a really good job. Yes. And it just seems like they're totally out of sync in this game, and Manuel has taken advantage of it to the tune of 17 to nothing. Doesn't mean it can't change. You certainly don't want to give can, the Bruins anything. I can bore you with some history lessons in this series, but <laughs> I just seem to keep that uh, yeah. monster buried. Just keep those thoughts to yourself. <laughs> I remember them all. Let's just let it. Let the past be the past. I'm, I'm going to vote for the fans and say we don't want to hear it. <laughs> we reset the, the game here. 5-17 to go in the second quarter. Manuel leads 17-0. But let's stop and think about this, Dave. I, I'm not always the most critical person in the world, but you just took over the ball after a kickoff and you come off the sidelines and you huddle with too many men in the huddle? Yeah, and it makes you wonder. Now they have no timeouts to go. Maybe it's time for a pick six. Wolf under center. Quick toss to Daniel. Sweep the left side. He'll pick up about four. 
Emmanuel didn't quite get the edge set that time, and Ballard was able to make it up. Good team pursuit by the Crimsons kept that from being a big play. Uh, but at least four, almost five yards on that play. It's going to be second down and a short six. Ballard still a, a solid ball club, finished second in one of the tougher districts in the state. And that's second only to those Trinity Shamrocks. Yeah. So, wow. Three receivers to the wide side. Wolf takes a snap. He's looking right the whole way. That one was well behind Aubrey Haynes. It's going to bring up third and five. Yeah, that, that play didn't have much going for it in the first place. If the pass would have been completed, Bryce Cosby was right there. And he almost got a good enough break on it to where he might have had a chance to intercept it if it would have been well thrown. But I think he'd have been a step late for that. Would have had to make the tackle. So a big third down for the Ballard Bruins. Third down and... Again, a short six to go, and they really need to, to get some kind yeah, of spark. And, and to get 4.34 still left in the first half, Buzz. You'd hate to see them. Well, I'd love to see them yeah. turn it back over to Manuel at this yeah. point in the game. And, and don't forget the Crimsons get the get to receive the kickoff to start the second half. So this could be a two-for-one deal here. Ball on the left hash mark, two receivers right, one left. Daniels to the left of Wolf. They want to set up the screen. He's going to plow it for a big loss to the 22-yard line. And, and, and again, what they did, Dave, Manuel peeled back, and they only had one guy, and that was Chase Gavin, who went after the quarterback, and that was all they needed. There was no place to throw the ball for the screen, he, and he's just not nifty He looked enough. like a bloodhound yeah, out yeah. there. He was – and, 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 and that's going to send Ramsey back to punt, standing at his own 10. Hassell and Alexander – this Ballard team seems to be in a little bit of disarray. Let's see what Manor looks like. They might send nine after this punt. Low snap again. They set up the return. Nice kick by Ramsey over the head of Ballard. And it takes a great Ballard roll down to the 15. And then Alexander fields it, slips one, two. Boy, just a magnificent yeah. punt by Ramsey and the great coverage. He's been Flipped the, the field the on Manuel. The so the Crimsons will take over at the 15, 3.43 to go. Now I'll tell you what, just that that's something that maybe can light a fire under a team that now the Ballard defense needs to awaken to the call. And the manual offense can, if they can put together a time-consuming drive and get more points on the board before halftime, uh, they can really stick the pin in that balloon. First and 10 Crimsons here, ball just outside the 25. We'll call it the, I mean the 15, we'll call it the 16. Troy Henderson checks back in at running back. Three receivers set, and then the handoff goes to Henderson. Lowers his shoulders for maybe a gain of one. Again, Buzz, it looked like somebody moved early yeah. with no flag. Well, and, and the thing is, is if, if you're moving on offense early, then the defense can move too. And sometimes that can just discombobulate a play because there's nowhere to go, and the defensive line gets off on the ball. So. Yeah, it's not an advantage necessarily to get an early start. Comstock again in the slot to the right in the handoff. Play action pass. He's trying to hit Comstock. And it's a little low and outside. Yeah. That's ball two. <laughs> yeah, not not much not much there on that play anyway. It, it was, would have been a short gain at best. Very again, dangerous pass. Yeah, Britt just a little bit in a hurry with that with that ball. And I can understand, almost like a second baseman trying to turn a double play, and instead of the underhand flip, he cranks up and goes overhand, and then not much there, though, so it's going to be third down for Manuel and an opportunity. Three for receivers the left, one to the right. Britt works with Henderson to his right. 
Takes the snap, eludes one rusher. He's got to pull this down and run. He's brought down at the 22, and the Crimson's will have to kick it away. Got what he could. And there was an extra Bruin <laughs> jumped in the pile late, but no flag. Yeah, that time Britt got what he could after the blitzer came free on him, and he ducked him. But Nice uh, decision just yeah. to take what you Had take he been able you. to get it to Comstock in the middle of the field, it may have been 24 to nothing, Manuel, but didn't see him, and he got what he could, got Manuel out of the hole a little bit. Now it's up to Sissel to see if he can match. Uh, the Ballard punter. He's standing inside the manual 10 at Smith at the Bruin 45. The, Bruin, the Bruins trying to rush a player off the field. And they send everybody and they get a piece of the ball. And flags come in. It takes a Bruin bounce to the manual 26. Yeah, we'll see now let's just see uh, what the penalty is. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that they can call roughing because it looked to me well, like got a they piece might have of got it, a yeah. piece. Boy, in a couple plays, it just really flipped the game around. But, but, it, and it was, it was the kicking game. But I, boy, I'll tell you, they got through awfully quickly uh, that way. And it wasn't just one; it was a bunch of them. Either they knew when the snap was going to go, or or they jumped. And quite frankly, it looked like they knew when the snap was going to go. <laughs> so the clock stops with two eleven to go. Waiting for the officials to sort this one out. And boy, what a difference a couple punts make! Well, and and this could be this could be a big turning turning point or deciding point of the game, Dave. Depending on which way this penalty flag goes, and a couple of uh, the manual offensive players are creeping on the field. Yeah, but, but what you've got to think of is if, if it goes against manual, Ballard will decline it and have the ball in their best field position tonight. Night. Yeah. If it goes against Ballard, manual gets another opportunity to get the ball away and maybe put Ballard further back. This could be the difference in in a 17 or 24 point. And the penalty and is against Ballard. And, and Emmanuel will at least it's get the first chance down to kick it again if it's not a first down. So evidently it's post-possession, so the Bruins will have the ball, but they're going to mark off some yardage after, after the change of possession. Yep, so you're right, Dave. It's going to be first down, so that's holding. That's going to be another 10 yards. Still good field position for the Bruins. They're going to be inside the manual 40. Well, just outside the manual 40. All things considered, manual avoided. Well, they, so far, yeah. it looks like they're in a better position to avoid a disaster. That very easily could have been blocked uh, and, and gone back the other way. 2-11 left to go. Ballard with a first down at the manual 41. Three receivers are bunched to the left. And it's an inside handoff to Daniels. Cuts it back inside. Cosby has the rally for the tackle. And then Daniels picks up about seven. Kenneth Nacho Jones in on the tackle along. Bryce Cosby helped finish him off. But a little pep in the Bruins step there, as they go no huddle. Second and four. The ball at the manual 36. Well, remember, they have no timeouts. Wolf takes a snap rolling left. He's going to let one go. And it. Oh, almost picked off. Alexander just couldn't turn around quick enough for it. It looked like he was having trouble getting his footing. The, the, the grass on that side of the field has some, has some little tufts uh, <laughs> that may have kind of hung him up a little bit. It, it was nowhere near being able to be completed. Going to bring up third down and four for the Bruins. 142 left in the half. The clock is stopped with the incomplete. Obviously, four down territory. Nacho Jones was putting the pressure on. He got picked up late by the Ballard 
running back, but he really kind of forced a, a hurried throw by the Ballard quarterback. You figure the ball is going to get into Daniels' hands one way or the other. Trips left. Wolf rolling out to his left. Boy, magnificent job by the – and in a penalty after that. Well, you know what? Boy, I, I'll tell you what. Uh, the defensive end was double teamed, yeah. but forced Wolf's back so far that he fell down. That's that's definitely what you'd call setting the edge. And then and then the thing was, Wolf fell down, Dave, but there was no whistle. So I, apparently his knee didn't touch. But you know the official who didn't blow the whistle. So the flag has to be well, yeah. maybe no flag. I thought there was a hold on that. It is a hold. Well, that beats all. I tell you what, I, I, that is a magnificent defensive play where yeah, you're double covered absolutely. and they still have to hold. They still and have he, to hold you and you still make the play. Penalties uh, declined. It's going to be fourth and 14 at the manual 46. And apparently Ballard's going to punt. I'd be, I'd be, I don't know about this. It would be leery. But then again, maybe Ballard's thinking, yeah, hey, let's pin them again. They're going with they're going with the with the defense, and only Alexander's going back. Emmanuel will call a timeout. Hey, Why not? Yeah, that's a that's a good job, Dave. You can't you can't stick them in your pocket and save them for after halftime. And uh, let's talk it over. And even if you just let him punt it and it goes and let it roll, you line up and make sure they don't run a fake on you and get something out of it. Good job, Manuel. 128 left in the second quarter. Manuel 17. Ballard nothing. In the game, Manuel's pretty much dominated on the defensive side of the ball with yeah. the turnovers. Yeah, they sure have. This this Ballard team, we had a couple early fumbles. They changed quarterbacks, and the offense has still been very spotty at best. Manuel with uh, a touchdown off of a – I'm going to kind of get off subject here and look down at the Ballard sideline. Number 75 has going to get the longest hair of the season award. <laughs> Yeah, I think you're right. So Ramsey on to punt, Alexander and Hassell deep for Manuel, standing at the 10. You got Bryce Cosby there, maybe more, more or less a safety, just making sure there's no funny business on this punt. And yeah, maybe spy the up back. Manuel comes with a little heat, but he gets away another nice kick. Alexander at the eight. Slips one tackler two, just pretty good coverage by the Bruins yeah, all coverage. night long. And, and and again, Ballard's most valuable player tonight has been their punter. What's that number eighteen, Jake Ramsey, senior one punter, the, and he's yeah, doing a nice job. One of the better punters the we've seen all night. He is. So Manuel has about a minute to go, and uh, they've got the length of the field to go. So Buck seventeen to go. What do you do here, Buzz? Inside your own ten, take a couple knees. Ballard can't stop the clock. Nope. I, you want to air it out? I'm, I'm going to go for it. I'm not going to – I'm not – on first down, I'm not going to put it up. I'm going to run a draw play and see what kind of what kind of yardage I can get out of that. And if I get a lot, then I'm going to call timeout and, and do some things with it and then air it out. But they Two may. tight ends set, Britt under center, one receiver each way. Troy Henderson, the only running back. Long snap count, and it's Britt on the quarterback keeper. Okay, well, and Dave, I've, I've said it before, the quarterback sneak is not necessarily just a short yardage play. It can be a long yardage play. I have seen it break many times for, for long touchdowns. Particularly if there's nobody head up on the center, and I think that was one where if you get a long play, fine. If not, you're not handling the ball, flipping it around. You, 
Just let your quarterback secure it, and maybe you do the same thing again. Maybe you pitch it to Henderson. Same formation, and the handoff goes to Henderson. Henderson gets a little bit of running room, but not much. It's going to bring up third and about six. The Bruins can't still stop run. the it's, clock. It's going to go down to 30 seconds. I, I would say now you maybe run Henderson wide and run as much time off the clock as you can if you even run another play. And it, so it's going to be third down. And Earl Manuel may be content to just go into halftime. And I think it's they're just going to That's the way it looks. Walk off the field here with 10 seconds left in the first half. Manual leads 17-0. Buzz, not a perfect half of football, but no, pretty darn near. It. Yeah, it's one it's, of the better halves of football the Crimson's have turned in all season. Well, you know, we saw this Ballard team early in the season, and they gave Manual all they wanted. The Crimson's pulled the game out, but it certainly was no easy task, and you certainly didn't expect it to be an easy task tonight coming out here to the home of the Bruins. I guess the den of the Bruins, if we want to be correct here. And uh, Manuel took the fight to him. The defense set the tone early. Well, that's a bad thing here. I'm seeing Troy Henderson must have been injured on that carry. He's That's where the team's going to congregate for the half, but he's laying on the field reeling in pain. And I, I didn't really see him take a hard shot, but you never know exactly when you get inside those uh, piles like that what might happen. So... Hopefully he's going to be okay. Manuel's going to need him in the second half. Is Teague's carried the heavy burden tonight, but you certainly like the change of pace that you get in the switch up. And Troy Henderson is Manuel's leading ball carrier on the season. Let's uh, see if he uh, the, the coaches haven't uh, gotten there yet. Maybe he's just maybe he just took a hard hit. Yeah. Let's see. He's no longer on the ground, and that's, that's a good, good news. That's a good sign. So. He's, he's up walking around. So, But, yeah, the defense set the tone early, Dave, and, and really forced Ballard into some plays. Uh, a good special team good special team punt return set them up for the field goal after the offense didn't do anything. And then the offense on a couple drives did pretty well and moved the ball. And uh, so here we are. Want to remind to see the Ballard Bruin marching band. It looked like there's a fine contingent of musicians about to take the field. Ballard, in my history and knowledge of marching bands, has had a pretty good one for years. I remember them in competition when my daughter was in the band over at Seneca back in the 1990s. wanted to mention that tomorrow will mark the state championship for cross country, both girls and boys. And uh, Manuel has both teams in the state championships and has some contenders maybe for individual honors as well. So that's going to be a big thing coming up tomorrow. Other than that, the, the late summer fall sports are starting to wind down. We're going to get into the winter sports like basketball and, and wrestling and a few other things like that, so it won't be long. We, we need to see if we can get Coach Just and Coach Sparks to come into the goat pen and give us a talk before the season starts in basketball. Well, as much as I hate to see the football season come to an end with the playoffs, etc., it's always something comforting comforting about those basketballs hitting that wood floor. Absolutely. And, <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about the warm-ups. When, when it's icy, when it's icy cold, cold outside, we're inside in the gym. Yeah, usually some good concessions, just a short walk away. And in case the fans don't realize it, there, there is no heat in the goat pen at Manual Stadium. <laughs> just saying. Uh, of course, uh, the basketball uh, crimsons, Coach Just uh, 
we say defending seventh region runner-ups, yep. but boy, what a great year that was. Absolutely. And uh, you want to bring Jack back in here to talk to him? Or? Sure. Let me let me go ahead and hand okay. Mark over to Jack. I'll let you do that then. So, Jack, you got any good notes for the red eye? Uh, yeah. I mean, Manuel's looked about as good as they have all year so far. All right, it was nice that they got off to a quick start for a change. Absolutely. Uh, I think that was a, a big key in this game against the Bruins because we know Ballard's a good team. Game certainly has a whole half to play, so it's not over. But 17 to nothing at halftime, and I, I think the defense has been outstanding all game. Oh, yeah, the defense has looked great. They forced turnovers. They haven't really allowed Ballard to really get any rhythm going. And they've given the manual offense really good field position throughout the night. Yeah, it, it, one, if you want to – look at some of the negatives is, is that the offense didn't necessarily take as much advantage of that field position as they could have but all in all 17 to nothing against a quality team like Ballard on Ballard's home field and you're off to a good start oh yeah for sure I mean Manuel didn't take advantage of a couple opportunities early but on that last touchdown drive they had they went 77 yards over three and a half plus minutes that that may be the look, the best they've looked on offense all year. Well, and, and that was it, – it started and ended with Andre Teague, a couple of bruising runs, and particularly when Manuel got down into Ballard territory, I, I'm still getting goosebumps thinking back to when the Ballard safety came up to make the tackle and Teague punished him, which is what a good running back will do, and then he catches the touchdown pass on just a great change of direction by Will Britt. And, and Britt, as a quarterback, I think started to uh, get his feet underneath him a little bit as the as the first half went along, particularly on that drive in the second quarter. Yeah, I agree. It looks like he's finally starting to settle into that yeah. quarterback role. He's made a couple of nice passes. He um, found that one to J1 Carter around the 30-yard line yep. on that same drive, which was a bullet on a third down play. He had, of course, the long touchdown pass to Carter early on in the game where Carter made a really outstanding grab, but he seems to be settling in, making some better throws, and starting to get more comfortable. And in reality, this is his first start of the season. Uh, he did not start the game last week against uh, Eastern. He came in on the second series, but he did. He, uh, he actually started tonight, and they, there's a different feeling first time you step onto the field as a starter versus coming in in relief. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I mean, he was expected to get some playing time last yeah. week, and he played the majority of the game. But starting's a whole different animal to where you know you're going to be the guy and it's your job to lose where you can take the reins like he has so far tonight and really take the job and run with it. Well, and as you mentioned, when you know you're going to get playing time, you can kind of sit back and say, I'm going to watch things, see how they go. I'm going to stay loose and be ready. But when you're the starter, and especially when you know well ahead of time that you're going to be the starter, now you're sitting there all week long. You're thinking, what am I going to do when I get out there? And it's just natural, and things just kind of start coming to you. And you think, well, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. And then when you walk out and the lights are on and the fans are in the stands, Wow, I'm starting, and and I, I think that any nerves he had, he's played through them, and and he really seemed to settle in in the second quarter. Yes, he did, and uh, again the runs that Andre and uh, Troy had had really helped him also, as in, right, and it helped set up the pass game, and he's really settled in, looked good. Helps to be helps to be able to hand it off to a couple of good solid running backs to kind of take some of that pressure off of you, and so he's done a really good job. So. Uh, Manuel's defense certainly controlled the line of scrimmage for the most part. Ballard 
would run a couple of good plays but then shot themselves in the foot with either a penalty or a fumble. Manuel recovered two of the Ballard fumbles to turn it over. And so in the special teams, the kickoff coverage has been pretty good. The, the punt return early in the game set up Chris Roussel's field goal. And so Manuel has looked good in all three phases. They really have. And this is really, really the best time to really start clicking on all cylinders. Yeah. You are Manuel in the playoffs. There's another time you'd rather do that obviously well this is the real this is the real season in high school football in kentucky it's it's winter go home and uh, you've got a lot of what could be considered preseason games even though they're not because how you play in the district determines how you come out into the playoffs so you could be you could be three and seven and and win a win a district and host the first couple rounds of the playoffs doesn't happen often but it could in this case, Manuel comes in at eight and two, and they're on the road. So it, it just it just worked out. Ballard finished second in their district, but certainly when the playoffs come, the lights are shining brightest, and that's when you expect your big players to step up. And I think that's an interesting point you brought up is how the Kentucky playoff system works. Manuel had the better record than Ballard by two games, and they also beat Ballard head to head. But Ballard finishes second in their district, and Manuel and arguably the toughest district. In the state was saying, no and argument mail. to that. It's the toughest district. <laughs> they, they, the they said they made it easier, but. <laughs> well, but, um, you, you replace Trinity and take away what I called and a lot of other people called the Super District, but you add two programs that year in and year out are tough. Now, neither one of them is Trinity in Pleasure Ridge Park and Butler, but they are solid programs, and uh, PRP is not that far removed from a state runner up finish. Butler has a couple state championships that they've hung on the wall in football. Uh, so they are solid programs. Again, they're not Trinity, but now you've added a district game. Let me have your take on it as a student. I've talked to some other coaches and some administrators, and uh, in, the, uh, in this district that Ballard was in, the Jefferson Town Chargers finished fourth. They beat the Seneca Red Hawks, and yet what J-Town earned was a a game against the top-rated team in the state and one of the maybe top 10 teams in the country, the male Bulldogs, while Seneca goes on the road to play a team from northern Kentucky. No offense to the teams up there, but they're not male, so Seneca actually got the better playoff draw. As, as a high schooler, uh, and you see these athletes and you talk to them on a much more regular basis than I do, would there be any thought of maybe saying, you know what, I'd rather play up at, at a Simon Kenton or somewhere like that than play over at Mail. Do I tank this game? Well, I, I don't know if they necessarily tank it. No, I don't I, think, I think they do either. I think, first of all, well, the biggest thing is, even though Trinity's not in, not in the same district as, as Manuel and Mail and the rest right. of them, they're still in the same region. Right. So in the all-in-be-all, it really doesn't make that big of a difference well, when you play them. But, but if you stop and think about this, I mentioned – Seneca going up north and the same thing the Butler PRP loser avoided playing Trinity in the first yeah. round and, while and the Manuel winner had to Trinity go the all the way out and play um, yeah. McCracken County last year. last year so yeah it's a it's a difference in in how you're matched up but the thing the thing that would be if Butler or Jefferson Town or Butler or uh, excuse me Seneca should happen to pull off an upset and win they're in opposite brackets and they could avoid 
Trinity or Mail until they get all the way to the state championship game. Which is I what Ballard did last year. Yeah. They made it to the state semifinals and beat a bunch of teams yep. that Manuel beat by about a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. um, um, uh, from the students' perspective, most of the players wish they played Trinity this year, right. and they, and they, and they, they seem to they they didn't really enjoy the, the guys that I've talked to going all the way out to say McCracken County last yeah. year. They'd rather be somewhere near near home right. to where it's easier to travel and you can get some fans out there there so i think i think they'd rather take the challenge sure and and, and really I've, I've quoted this often and i'm certainly not the guy who originated it a number of people have said it way before i did but to be the best you've got to beat the best so why not stay home and, and if manual wins tonight there's a possibility that they would have to play in back-to-back -back weeks, Mail and then Trinity, just to advance to the state semifinals. So, and what that, atmospheres those would be? Well, you know, it, <laughs> that'd you be know a lot it. of fun. I, I mean, <laughs> you can expect it to be a tremendous crowd next week if Manuel holds on and wins, and if Mail defeats Jefferson Town, which I, I believe most people of right mind would would believe is a foregone conclusion. They're up. They were up 15 to three the last time I saw early in the Only first. Only 15. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but probably um, early in the first quarter. But yeah, uh, but uh, Hayden Shelton's not playing tonight, which okay. is an interesting nugget. And there, if he's hurt, that of course changes Mail's prospects going forward. I was looking to see if I could get any scores for our fans, but at this point, I have no have no scores. So yeah, the Career Journal doesn't have anyone out there. Uh, Kent Taylor. Was the one that tweeted it early on, but he hadn't said anything else about well, it. Well, he then. may have gone to another venue. By Probably now too. the the TV stations with their Friday night shows definitely try to hit as many stadiums as they can. And oh, yeah, you've got for sure. playoffs on both sides of the river, and whether we like it or not, the Louisville stations have to cover the Southern Indiana schools as well. Well, count it's only me as fair. one. Yeah, <laughs> it's only fair, but count me as one who'd rather see the Louisville schools. <laughs> oh yeah, but I'm sure the people in Southern Indiana want to see their scores also. <laughs> yeah, but they don't count. <laughs> that's that's just my opinion, fans. If you've got a dissenting opinion or if you agree with me, drop us a note at oldgoatradio at twc.com. Well, you predicted 24 to 14, and if Manuel scores a touchdown and gives up two, you're going to be right on. Uh, you going to re uh, revise that prediction a little bit for the second half? Um, I mean, of course, I'd like for it to be just kind of like 28 nothing, 31 nothing, something like that. But you're not going to disagree. I'm probably just going to stick with what I said, because um, Manuel gets an early touchdown in the third quarter. They're up 24 nothing. They They'll probably go more of a prevent defense type of yeah. thing. They could give up a couple of scores, and it won't really hurt them. That's that's a good point, and especially when you think of all the injuries that Manuel has suffered. And this this is uh, here's another discussion for for all of us uh, to think about. And and people have this discussion time after time. You want to get your young guys and your backups playing time, so you know you can count on them if you need them. On the other hand, as you go later into the playoffs and you're playing tougher and tougher competition, you need your starters to be in shape and able to go full speed for four quarters without letting up. And, I mean, that, when you look at it right now, this would most likely be their last chance to do this moving yeah. forward because you're not going to be up 17 nothing against Mail or Trinity or no. St. X, X moving on in the playoffs. But how, how, do, you, how do you balance that? Uh, well, from the coach's perspective. Well, I think if you score a touchdown here, get up 24 nothing, and you get a couple of stops, and you get into the fourth quarter, it's probably 
probably a good idea to let the younger guys get in there. You know, because once you have the win where you, where you're feeling pretty comfortable with yep. it, you, you don't want to risk anything moving forward, especially with all the injuries that Manuel has had over the course of the season. Right, and I, I was thinking the same thing with the injury factor. Plus, it's an opportunity in in what most likely would be the last opportunity for some of the guys to hit to hit the field to get some playing time in. And again. Uh, Game conditioning is different. You can work hard and practice all you want, but when you're going 48 minutes and you have to play hard, even though most guys play one side of the ball or the other, you certainly want to keep after it, and that's that's a big key too. So that's that's where the balance comes in, and that's one of the toughest jobs for a coach is how do I balance? I want everybody who practices and works hard to get some of the glory being on the field, but I've also got to have my team ready to play 48 minutes next week. And particularly with a with a Tim Comstock who's playing pretty much every play on both sides of the ball, and certainly one of the players who's in the best of shape. Still, you don't want him cramping up midway through the fourth quarter with a in a tie game with a Mailer Trinity on the other side of the field. Yeah, at the same time, though, you look at it to where if you're up 28 nothing here and here late in the fourth, and you're playing him, and he sprains an ankle, he might not play at all in that game. Right, I I agree with you 100. percent I and. And uh, I mentioned to Dave, and you may not know this name, but uh, many manual historians will remember the name of Wilbur Hackett. And uh, in a different time, in a different way, the way the schedules went, uh, our 1966 team played for the state championship the week before we played male on Thanksgiving Day. And Wilbur Hackett was the best player on the manual team that season and went on to have a tremendous career at the University of Kentucky. But at, at that point, um, Hackett got hurt in the state championship game and couldn't play against Mayo, and I really believe that affected the outcome. So, but so you're right. I agree with the injury, with the injury thing. But certainly, we can sit here and discuss it. But the guys who have the tough decisions are down on the sidelines. So, I will say this: we answered the question. I believe from early on is is how would this team respond to. Uh, their coach, Dr. Oliver Lucas, deciding to step down. And it seems like they've come out with a fire. Now they have to sustain it through the second half and also, if they do that, sustain it through the next few weeks of the playoffs. They, they really did look sharp tonight, and I think it, it may have had an effect on them because they've come out flat a lot this year, mm -hmm. and this was really one of the first times where they've come out and started a game really sharp yep. and came out and got an early lead and built up a big lead by halftime. And kept that momentum without without letting up, and particularly on the defensive side of the ball, they set the tone, although uh, one of my most exciting tone setters was Teague running over that tackle for <laughs> Ballard. That's, that's just a tone setter there. And so we are looking at... Uh, about one minute here before halftime. So any other thoughts you want to give before you turn the mic back over to Mr. Wright? Well, I think Manuel just kind of has to keep doing what they're doing right now. they got to keep running the ball effectively, eating up a lot of clock. And uh, they, they have to stay turnover free because that was really a big thing the first half. They didn't have any interceptions, no fumbles. They took care of the ball, and even when they didn't score, they, they were able to pin Ballard back a couple times of some – some bad field position, so Manuel can keep winning the field position game and take care of the ball and eat up clock. Like they should be fine. Good analysis. I think you've got 
a lot going for you as you move on through your journalism career and certainly with the Red Eye. And so give us that website again for the Red Eye. It's uh, manualredeye.com. Manualredeye.com. And you don't have to have any kind of special link or anything to get to it. Uh, An old guy like me can find it. Exactly. Okay, good. Uh, I, I will I will look it up. I've actually been on it a couple of times, but I'm going to pay more attention to it. Sounds good. All right, thank you. You're welcome. So we're going to bring David right back in. And uh, I guess i got to stand up for the second half, don't I? I couldn't resist. <laughs> One of my favorite scenes from Airplane is the Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. We don't have video tonight, yeah. but just uh, the, uh, the control tower and the – Okay. That's what happens when we have a lead at the half. There you go. Have a little fun. Absolutely. Well, Dave, Jack gave a pretty good synopsis of what went on in the first half, and uh, certainly a, a talented young man who the is bright future ahead of career in journalism. Yeah. And we shall see now. Manuel gets to receive the kick, and this would be an opportunity for the offense to really shine and put some more points on the board. It's one of my favorite things about this whole old goat radio thing, Buzz. Is over the years, we get to meet so many different people. Yeah, come in and do give some analysis. And now this this may be a telltale sign, as I see Hassell going back along with Amari Alexander for kickoff returns, and we know that Troy Henderson is usually back to return kickoffs. He looked a little, little beat up there at the end of the first half. Let's hope he shakes it off, though. Ramsey has it teed up at the forty. Ball's going to actually rest at five. Alexander picks it up, sets the return to the right side, stays on his feet across the 35, still going. Finally belted at the 27. Nice return, Yeah, and a flag comes in comes late. Comes in late, so we'll have to see how that goes. But, uh, Dave, that was a low-line drive kickoff and one that could return. Alexander couldn't get up to catch it on the fly, but he caught it on the first hop and took it right up the field, and I love that. He, there wasn't any dancing around. There wasn't any looking for the wedge or anything like that. Uh, he came up and uh, broke a couple of tackles and then tried to slip another one and got tackled, but just an excellent job by Alexander, and Ballard's going to shoot themselves in the foot to start the second half, it looks like. It looks like a personal foul to start the first half. A 15-yarder will put the ball at the manual. Arithmetic is right, the manual 42. You are correct, On the right sir. hash as we start the third quarter. Manual ahead, 17-0. Will Britt's been at quarterback the whole way. Andre Teague. Is his running back Comstock in the slot to the left? Fine return by Alexander. Tack on 15, and Manuel in business. Handoff. Teague straight ahead. Actually, it's Britt on the play fake. He's across midfield. Makes slips it out at the 40. He's across the 35, 30, 25, 20. Finally pulled down at the Ballard 19-yard line. Just a great fake on the read option buzz, and I Absolutely. think he faked everybody in the stadium. That that play, you know Ballard was expecting manual. And there's a couple of uh, yeah. athletic apparel slinging <laughs> <laughs> about midfield. You are correct. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, I think Ballard was expecting manual just with a 17-point lead, just to pound Teague, pound Teague, pound Teague. Just a great job by Britt to pull the, pull the ball back. Brought down deep in Ballard territory. The point of the ball right on the 20-yard line. Good first play to start a second half. Golden opportunity to add to a 17-point lead here. Britt showed some moves and speed. He's got Teague to his right. And then the handoff goes to Teague. Now you come back He'll and pick punish. up five. Yeah, they just get that wedge blocking yep. going to the right side and just, just moving the Bruins backward. 
Dave, when Jack and I were talking at halftime, uh, one of the things I mentioned and Jack agreed with me is that I really think as the first half went along, Britt really settled into the quarterback job. I think he had some first start jitters for a while. And it's only a playoff yeah, game. Yeah, <laughs> and, and really he didn't start the game last week. He came in on the second series and played a lot, but uh, I think he's really grown into this job. Ballard coming with the blitz. And Britt gets one away, and he's got Tim Comstock at the five. Tim Comstock fumbles, but it's right into the hands of Chalen Carter. I'll tell you what, when you're <laughs> of all nights not to run video, what a crazy play. Britt eludes the rush. There's a flag down. I think it, let's see how they sorted it out. Comstock makes the catch at the five. Then he loses the handle, but it goes right in Carter's hands. Let's see what the conference is. And then Comstock is limping toward the sideline. I think he'll be okay. I'd it is a touchdown, but let's see what the flag is. I'd really love to ask the coaches if that's how they draw and it up. And it's, uh, it's going to be an unsportsmanlike conduct after the penalty. Yeah. I mean, after, after the, touchdown. the touchdown. But that's going to make it manual 23, Ballard nothing. Boy, you just talked about some highlight real plays tonight. That was one of them. We just talked about how Britt has settled in as a quarterback. And boy, a lot of poise there. That could have been a 20-yard loss. Eluded the rush. Got a nice pass off the Comstock. And then sometimes you just get lucky on the loose ball. Yeah, just a really good way to start the second half, though, Dave, is Comstock trying to get it in the end zone. Ballard rips it out. Ball flies right to Carter. Heady play by Carter. Roussel with a lot of leg. 10.56 left in the third. Manual 24. Ballard zip. I'm going to tell you, Dave, I'm, I'm a bit surprised. And I alluded to earlier, you know, that uh, Ballard took it, took a beating last week at the hand of Trinity. You wonder yeah. how much that took out of their, how much wind it took out of them for the season. Well, and, and they have they have really been out of sync all night, particularly on offense. And, and you got to give credit to Manuel's defense for that as well. But uh, Ballard just it, 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 more out of sync than I think I've seen a Ballard team in just a long, long time. Ironically, uh, this is kind of reminiscent of the 2013 playoff game. The regular season came down to the Mike Nero mm -hmm. play, uh, the last play yeah. of the game, a spectacular run. And Manuel won 14-7, and in the playoffs, it was just Manuel dominated. Yeah. Well, you know, as the season goes along, you work hard to get better every week, and that's a big thing. And, and you wonder, has Manuel gotten better every week and maybe Ballard not improved as much over the course of the season? It's hard to say. Well, here's a credit to the Manuel coaching staff. Buzzer, we, we talked about this earlier. How many players are playing in different positions are not playing at all that started the season yeah, with absolutely. so many injuries? That, I mean, And they're still functioning at a high level. number one running back, Reese West, has been out. One of your starting offensive linemen, Joe... Grissett is out, and we could go on and on and on on both sides of the ball. So you flip-flop players. and, uh, and here, Give Manuel credit. They haven't used that as a crutch no. not to excel on the football field. Well, that's, that's the nature of football. You have to step up. You have to play. That's why depth is so important in football. Yeah, not that it's not important in other sports, but because so many players are on the field at one time for football, and injuries are so prevalent, you have to be able to have somebody else come in and do it. So after the unsportsmanlike penalty, Russell has a teed up at the manual 25. You figure the Bruins will get good field position. High kick is going to push Smith back to the 20. They set the return up the middle. There's a clip. Not called. The return man's across the 35. 
Still on his feet across midfield. Hassell finally drags him down at the manual 48. And there is a flag back There's to the 38. Over, there was an yeah. obvious block in the back. Well, a couple missed tackles by manual too. It, it, the, and in that case, Dave, they were you know, pretty much staggered as they came down. Normally you like to see your coverage kind of come in a wave and get in your lanes and all that. Manuel had a couple guys five or ten yards ahead of some of the rest of them and then a few more yards back. So uh, at that case, instead of a wall of tacklers converging on the football, he's he's only having to elude one or two guys at a time. Turned in a pretty good return. Unfortunately for the Bruins, it's going to walk backwards. And once again, Ballard just, you know, is their, is their own worst enemy. As, as well as the Crimsons have played, Ballard has played on the opposite end of the scale. So it pushes the ball all the way back to the Ballard 23-yard line. So if you stop and think about it, Manuel comes out of that after a 15-yard penalty on the kickoff with pretty good field position with Ballard starting at the 23 when the receiver caught the ball beyond the 23 to begin with. First and 10 Bruins. And there's a crazy play. The swinging gate, check it out. The lonesome polecat in effect. And they run the sweep, and oh my goodness. Nacho just diagnosed yeah. that. Hey, I'm glad we did, boy. They had all the Ballard lined up with their whole team practically except the center and quarterback and running back to the far left. Then they ran the jet sweep. Didn't work. Nacho Jones diagnosed it for a four-year-old loss. They're going to do it again. do it again. You would think you'd learn. We saw Eastern do this to Manuel. And we seen North Harden try this a few yeah. years ago. Crazy formation. They're wanting to play four-man football. They lob one. They've got a man in open space across the 25. He out almost, to the 30. Yeah, actually got a pretty good pretty good uh, play out of that. This is Anthony crazy. Kaiser they're they're bunching the uh, seven Bruins to the far to the right, well, and then they're playing four-man football. Excuse me, five. Certainly putting a look the out there that you don't normally see. So it's third and three. Fans to describe it. Go, go, go down! To describe this to you, they've got like five linemen away from where the ball is, and then two alone on one side. And they run the jet sweep to the left, and they got a first down out to the 37. It was over 16 on the carry, David Dowell. I don't know, Buzz. What do you? This is just. <laughs> this is. It's trying, effective. Trying to jumpstart an offense. John Riley yeah. made the tackle for Manuel there. You're trying to jumpstart. Now they've they've put their defense to the. I mean, excuse me, their offense to the left, and they send one receiver to the wide side of the field. But it's still, Aubrey Haynes. Still, they've got one lineman to the right of the center, and the rest of the lineman to the left. But there's a there's a gap in between. I, I wonder if you can and just shoot Terrence the gap. May back at quarterback. Yeah. I wonder if you can just shoot the gap and go right after the quarterback. Pump fake. Flags are down. He's got pretty good coverage there by Cosby. Flags are down. And with odd formation, sooner or later, somebody might line, yeah. up, line up illegally. Or or flinch on the line or something like that. But this is certain. This is certainly unique football of all weeks again. <laughs> not to have, have video. the camera. It's tonight because you're getting to see some really odd formations. And but like you said, Dave, somebody flinched or moved or something along the offensive line. And if they haven't procedure. shown this look all year, Buzz, as yeah. much as it may be a challenge for Manuel to defend, it's also a challenge for them to execute. Right. I mean, you, you've got a week of unless they've been working on it all year, just waiting for the time to spring it. 
And again, it's, they've, they've got six linemen to the left, of the center and one guard, and a quarterback and a running back over the ball. May takes a snap, tries to, and he's got Kaiser, sniffs it out. Yeah, Kaiser just, Kaiser did what I was hoping. He lined up to the outside shoulder of the guard, and who is five to ten yards away from the center, and he just wrapped up the quarterback, went right through the, 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 uh, Sometimes you just got to yeah. attack the football. Yeah. Actually, he was on the inside shoulder. I believe I might have said outside shoulder. But that way he just came straight through, and the guard couldn't get a piece of him, and there he ran unimpeded to the quarterback. So try to paint a picture here. You've pretty much got four linemen flanked wide left. you got a center and a guard, a quarterback, two running backs now. And they're going to throw one deep down the right sideline, and it's Mays overshooting. Everybody's looking for number 21, Sean Smith. But, again, good coverage by Bryce yeah. Cosby. It's going to bring up third and 14. And if we can get to the sideline, I'm sure they could draw something over on the bench yeah. that'll, that'll end this real quick. Well, it's – and, again, it's, it's something unusual, but your quarterback has to – and they're going to flip the field now and bring the extra lineman over to the right side. Ball right in the middle of the field. And, and what you've got to at least honor this a little bit because – they yeah. can throw a quick screen to the wide receiver, and, and you've got a stampede, five linemen a possible stampede yeah. going down the sideline. So it's third and 15, 8 10 left in the third, manual ahead 24 0. But Ballard pulling out all stops, man in motion left. Mays wants to throw deep down the left sideline, incomplete, and Ballard will have to punt. Hassell did a nice job in coverage yeah, yeah, that time, probably, Dave. Probably too deep. Antonio Hassell on that coverage, and that's going to bring up fourth down. I'm not sure. Well, it looks like Ballard's going to send on the pump team. I was starting to think if you're that desperate, do you go for it? But so it's going to be Ramsey to punt for Ballard. He's done an excellent job tonight. Manuel sends back Hassell and Alexander back to the 35. Let's see if Manuel will prize a little pressure to the punt. And it's a fake. And they're going to get the first down across the 50 all the way down the manual 45. Well, Just again, a good play faking there. Again, the desperation comes up, and they do go for it, not, but they go out of punt formation, and they were able to, to get around the edge, and, and Manuel lost outside contain, and Anthony Kaiser pushed the ball carrier out of bounds, but that's a big first down for the Bruins on the 45-yard line of Manuel. Manuel up 24 to nothing. But this is the most promising drive of the night for Ballard. That's probably been their best play, of the, well, one of their best plays of the game, if not their best. And they stick with the gadget formation. Why First not? and 10 at the 45. May, he's got a man at the 35. Corner fell down to the 25. Belted at the manual 20. Jordan Gunter on the reception and a nice pickup of 25. Suddenly yeah. the Bruins are in business after the fake punt. He drove the cornerback back and then ran a little hook route and the cornerback slipped in one of the bare spots on the field. That's the advantage of knowing where you're going versus not knowing where you're going. And Manuel wants a timeout. Just kind of collect the, the defense a little bit and get them going. 7.46 left in the third. Manuel 24. Ballard nothing but the Bruins on the march. And certainly with a unique offense like this. And, and the thing about it is you start saying well Manuel's got the Got the lead, they can run some clock, but on that first drive of the second half, they scored pretty quickly. They scored just over a minute into the half. So Boy. this may turn into a shootout in the second half. 
the good news is if it does turn into a shootout, Manuel's been spotted a 24-point lead. True. Yeah. And you just wonder what else, what other trickerations they have ready well, for yeah. us. What, what kind of what kind of lineup can, can I put out there now or what kind of offensive formation? Uh, not quite the A11, which has been banned, but a bit, <laughs> let's call it the son of the A11. <laughs> let's call let's call it guerrilla warfare. It's uh, <laughs> it was at one point in uh, I think it was World War One that the British called the, the U-boats just un unBritish, yeah, ungentlemanly. <laughs> and again, they stack their uh, line to the right. Out by the number, and they got one running back lined up behind him. They've got, a, like I said, a center, a guard, a quarterback, and running back. And then it's time May keeps himself. He'll pick up about five. We'll give him three. And once again, it's, what this is doing is it's it's spreading Manuel out. And what Ballard's trying to do is is put the ball where they've got a n numerical advantage on players. And that time it worked for actually only about a three-yard gain. It's going to be second and seven. Ball man in motion left, 20. jet sweep. He doesn't get the corner. Gain of about maybe one. That was David Dahl on the on the little jet sweep out of that. Bryce Cosby from his cornerback position sprinted to the ball, was the first player there. John Riley in on that tackle as well. It's going to bring up third and about six for Ballard. <clears throat> Big play here for the Bruins as this is their most promising drive of the night by far. And the ball on the far left hash mark. And this time they line up that offensive line on the short side of the field. A little easier to defend, I would think. But that gives a lot of space to individuals if they've got somebody athletic. May takes a snap. Wants to lob one deep. And Alexander with perfect position. Yeah. And, and knocks he, it down. I was a little bit concerned when he first started to put his hand up, Dave, that he might have been in a face guarding situation, but he actually turned around, looked at the ball, and made a good play on the ball. Just thinking of, of Ballard players from the past, can you imagine having this offense on the field and being able to throw the ball to a Devontae Parker? Oh, my. So Ballard sends on Daniel Levine. For an apparent 35-yard field goal, I say apparent at well, this yeah, point. Anything's they've, possible. They've already faked a punt on this drive, but if he tries to kick it, if Manuel should block it, I think it's going to be lights out hold. for the Bruins. And it's a they fake, and he got a guy lined up wide open at the five, and he drops it. They had lined up number 21, Sean Smith. He had snuck out to the 20-yard line, and no one was near him, and he dropped the ball at the manual five. Cardinal sin, Dave. He let that ball get into his pads, and in this case, it wasn't his shoulder pads. It was his knee pad, and it just bounced right out. And uh, I, I, Honestly, I'd never seen him line up over there. No, I had lost I him. I don't think anybody saw him line up over there. He must have just been there right on the sidelines, and when they broke the huddle, that was it. Boy. So at 6.26 left in the third, Manuel's held. In all fairness to the young man who didn't catch the ball, Dave, it kind of spent a long time up in the air, kind of fluttered out to him. And, and he was too open. I, I, well, and I think that's what it was. He started thinking, I've got I've got a touchdown. I'm going to score a touchdown. And well, that said, Troy Henderson was shaking up at the end of the first half, but he's lined up behind Britt, so evidently y'all's well. Well, it, it, we saw him not on the kick return team, but like you said, Dave, he's out here now. So this is this is good because that gives Manuel their their two running back combo that's worked pretty well for the last few weeks since Reese West went down. First down, Manuel at their own 18. 
6.26 left. And I don't, I'm trying to figure out what the officials are discussing here, I Buzz. wonder if they're discussing if Ballard did, had an illegal formation on that last play. I, I can't, well, can't imagine how that player, the shades of the manual player in the uh, trench coat clothes. play. <laughs> <laughs> From way back in the history of the male well, manual rivalry. And we apologize, we don't have video tonight, but they sure fooled me. Yeah. So we'll see what they're going to do. They're, they're going to move. They're doing something with the football. Well, they just turned it around, I guess. First and 10 Crimsons now on the inside their own 20. And they get the bubble stream to Comstock. He gets out to the 29, so a gain of about, let's give him seven on the play. It's going to bring up second down and three yards to go for Manuel. 6-10 left here in the third quarter with the Crimsons up 24 to nothing and an opportunity to just... Should we give Timmy a, an assist on that uh, touchdown? Absolutely. <laughs> kind of like a lob for an alley-oop for Carter to yeah. score. When he was a sophomore, he played a little bit with the Crimson basketball team. and Handoff Henderson. Ooh, it just looked bad. Yeah, again, that handoff wasn't crisp. And we see a helmet loose as Shevin Kennedy picks it up. Henderson made a spin move that looked like it might have bought him a little bit of daylight, but pretty good pursuit by the Bruins. When that's nowhere to go. 5.47 left in the third, and the clock stops with a helmet off. So it's going to bring up a and third They're looking play. for some other part of the helmet. Evidently found it. Must have been a mouthpiece. Maybe it was a like a contact or something, but it if it been. was, they spotted it pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. So third and four for Manuel. You know, and Eric, the way they line up here, Buzz, I would think this is an option right. Yeah, Eric Neiman's been quiet tonight, Dave. I wonder when they're going to throw Do it. Do I know my plays well? But it's Brent who keeps it on the option. He's across the 35, hook slides. First down, Manuel at the 36. Just well read. Yes, you did. Good job, Dave. And then another helmet comes off, and another lineman for Manuel will have to check out. Well, that slows the pace of the no-huddle offense with the helmets coming off. Tighten those chin, step, chin straps, men. Good job by Britt to see the opening, and again, on the option play, uh, you've got one man that you don't block in whichever way he goes, and they certainly went toward Henderson, and Britt just cut it right up. Big first down, didn't take a hit. Smart play for a quarterback to take the hook slide after he'd gotten the first down. You've got Carter wide right, Neiman to the left. Ballard threatening Blitz, and they back out of it. Britt back to pass. I think he's going to pull it. He loses the handle, comes right back to him. It's going to be a loss about three, but a fortuitous bounce. Yep. Yeah. He came right back to Will, so it's going to be second and long, but all's well that ends well. He was looking downfield, but really there was nobody open, and, and then the ball just popped out of his hand. But as you said, a fortuitous bounce came right back to him. Loss of yardage, but that could have been much, much worse for the Crimsons. Second and 12. And the handoff comes to Henderson, off right tackle. Henderson across the 40. He's got a step across the 44-yard line, and that's where he's brought down. So a gain of 10, that's going to be third and very short. Boy, he, he really looked like he might be breaking that, and then a Ballard player was able to pull him in from behind. But a nice job, just a little stretch play. And, and he got through the line off tackle and then bounced it outside to near first down yardage. It's going to be third down and 
and a long two, we'll say. 4.20 left in the third. Manuel hit 24-0, third and two at their own 44, Buzz. Yeah, I, I think you can come back to Henderson here, or maybe go deep. Henderson to the right of Britt, and handoff goes to Henderson. He's stacked yeah. for a loss of one. So it's fourth down in decision time. Do you punt and buy some real estate? Or do you want to go ahead and end the game right here? Yeah, I, the punt I team comes on. I think on. you got you to punt. Even though you're up 24 to nothing, I think you've got to punt. Try to pin Ballard back a little bit, although we've, we've seen Ballard come after some punts. Emmanuel's played it so honest this year on the punts. Maybe yeah. this is the time maybe you want to pull one off. But probably not. Fourth and three. Don't, don't the big give lead. Them, don't, don't give, give them anything position. to build momentum on. And they do fake it. And it's stopped for a loss of one. Yeah, it, it just, uh, they tried it. Ballard played it pretty well. And, and unfortunately for Manuel, it looked like Ballard was coming to try to block the punt. Yeah, they ran, and they ran right, right into, into the, the play. Yeah, they yeah. ran right into it. So the Bruins hold, and they get good field position at the manual 42, 324 to go in the third. All right, Dave, I'm going to disagree with myself a little bit here. Uh, let's stop and think a little bit about it. Why was that not a bad play? Your defense has played so so well all night long. You've got confidence in them. You show them you've got confidence. If you get the first down, like you said, you pretty much end the game right there. And they stay with the crazy formation. Why not? And they were going to look for the lob over the middle. They got a man at the 35, 30-25. Comstock makes the tackle at the 23 as they release Ramsey out of the backfield. And we got a flag down. And this one's probably headed back the other direction. Yeah, just a, just a little bit. It, it What this does, Dave, it disrupts your communication and it's between a, your defense. Yeah, it's an illegal shift against Ballard. That's going to negate a big play. And the Ballard fans are getting restless, but it really, it, you know, as you said before, when you come up with a gimmick formation, you may out-gimmick yourself. You didn't actually say it that way, but that's the way I heard it. <laughs> that's what I meant if I didn't say yeah, it right. that way. <laughs> so Thanks for bailing me out on that one. It's going to be first and 15 now for Ballard. 3.16 left in the third. The clock yeah. will be wound up. And the cat calls are coming out on the officials. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's uh, think about this too. This is this is the playoffs, right? Right. So this team is not from around here. When I say that, the officiating team. Dial comes in motion left. May they're going to throw it to a man and Ramsey again. Same play, the opposite side, and they Dominic pick up about Algar. ten. Dominic Algar comes in and makes the tackle. But a pretty big play on first down to get most of the yardage back plus some. Second and, we'll call it second and six. Ballard quick on the ball. My point about the officiating crew, they're probably from out of town. Isn't that the way the playoffs uh -huh. work? May looking right the whole way. And he's blown up from behind. It was Nacho Jones first, and then yeah, Chase, Chase Gavin, Gavin came in for a big sack of six yards. Yeah, Nacho really made that play. He leaped up he and just disrupted and the whole play. Forced, forced the ball to be pulled back and that's going to bring up third now and about 11 for the Bruins. I feel a pick six coming Buzz. Good possibility and my point about for our fans the point about the crew from out of town being 
Uh, I contend that when these crews come in from out of town, they're not used to the speed of the Louisville teams in 6A, and they really may not know how to call it. May pump fakes. He wants to go deep. He's got a man streaking down the right sideline, 20. Flags come in late. He'll score, but the flags come in. Yeah, it was Jordan Gunter from 43 yards out, pass from Terrence May, but let's see what the penalty is. And that was that was one where the pump fake froze the manual defensive back and the safety coming over the it top. It looked like something you draw up in the backyard football. We just they'd isolated a receiver on a DB, pump fake, and he just went deep. So 144 left in the third. And the touchdown will stand. The penalty will be declined. It's 24-6 with 144 left in the third. And now, <laughs> obviously, a big two-point conversion coming. Yeah, you, you definitely know it. And this conversion here is as big as a possession, Buzz. You turn this into a two-possession game or stays a three. And apparently they're going to try the, uh, the PAT. I don't understand. This has to be fake city unless right. they don't understand the predicament they're in. Kyle Wolf will hold. He is the backup quarterback. He actually was a starting quarterback. Well, he, now they don't have a no, kicker. They're not going to kick. And obviously now they're going to line up in an odd formation. Unless he's going to drop kick it. They're shift, shifting personnel everywhere. Okay, now they're just going to break into this crazy formation again. Now we get a penalty come in. Yeah, I, I think at some point that's either delay a game or. And it's going to be procedure against Ballard. It's going to make the two-point conversion a little more difficult from the seven. Yeah. Manuel still has 24. Ballard now has six. And, and this uh, is a big extra point or two-point conversion yeah. try. This offense has certainly uh, brought some life to the Bruins and some excitement to the fans, too. Now so they're, uh, It's going to be Kyle Wolf at quarterback. And then again, they shift that offensive line to the right. They send one receiver left. They've got Dial will line up to the left of Wolf. And a center over the ball in a left guard. And they man, run a man in motion. That's Dial to the right. Quick toss. They sweep it left. And he'll walk in for the two-point conversion. And that makes the score 24-8 with 144 left in the third. So we have a ball game. Ballard employing the old swinging gate formation and it's working. So as much as Manuel's dominated yeah, one still, big pass play, we've got a football game. Still still a tight game and you wonder with, with them playing with this much reckless abandon, are they gonna onside kick this early well, in the would, game? Two possessions. I'm going to my backup pin for my notes. Well, sure, Manuel sends on their hands team. Both, well, actually, Manuel has only two timeouts. Ballard with three. It looks like Ballard's going to be able to tee it up at the Manuel 45. Whatever the penalty was, they're going to mark it off after the touchdown. Yeah, that that was the penalty on the touchdown. So it's going to be a, no doubt an onside kick. I, I saw the signal, the official signal that the penalty was going to be enforced on the kickoff against Manuel, but I didn't see what the penalty was. So 
it looks like it's a 15-yarder, so that would have to be either unsportsmanlike conduct or unnecessary roughness. Excuse me. So at this point, I mean, why not go for an onside kick, Dave? You, you man, it's not going to have great field position anyway. Um, yeah, and you got 13 minutes, 44 seconds left, and you're still down by 16. You got to make something happen. Yeah, if it, if it were a closer game and the momentum hadn't shifted, I'd say just blast it through the end zone and make the Crimson start at the 20. But now, and you're right, Manuel has pretty much their hands team out there. So Ramsey has it teed up right in the middle of the field. And it is a short kick. Rolls up the 10. Somebody pick it up. Hassell's got it. And then he slips one tackler. Then he's going to, he stays on his feet, but actually still going, but it's going to be terrible field position back to the manual six. That, that was Somebody watched the PRP video. <laughs> not, not a true onside kick like we'd see, but kind of a no-man's-land kick. And Manuel just reacted to the ball a little slowly. Hassell broke a couple of tackles but was going laterally and never really got much momentum going up the field. Ball's going to be inside the 10-yard line. Now we'll see if the, if the Bruins really light up some pressure here and try to force Manuel to go three and out pretty quickly or maybe force a turnover and really turn this game around. So Britt stays in at quarterback. Andre Teague at running back. Two receivers both sides. Handoff Teague. Tripped up. Gain of about two. Looked like that run might have gone somewhere had he not gotten tripped up. He was about ready to get through that first wave. The problem with playing this defense like Ballard's playing now, trying to force things is, is if you break through that first wave, you got a long way to run. Yes, you do. There'll be a lot of brown in front of you. Emmanuel really needs to respond. Second and nine, the ball at the 10. And the handoff again goes to Teague. Flags come in. Yeah, not, not much there. Britt, I don't think, would have had anything better had he pulled it back. And, again, that's kind of the safe play. You've got the ball in the shadow of your goal post. Yeah, it's a hold against Manuel. I think they'll decline it, to be honest with you, Dave. They exactly only get one minute to go. Only get half the distance to the goal, and they are going to decline it because Manuel lost yardage on that play. Third and nine, one minute to go, third quarter. Manuel ahead 24-8. But the momentum has certainly shifted here in the last 10 minutes of play. Yeah, they're actually going to move. It's going to be third and 11. Yeah, Manuel lost. lost two on that play. And again, Neiman's been quiet tonight. I wonder if they I'd like go to see to Britt just uh, pull this one himself. He's been pretty effective with his feet. Might might try that quick screen. Three out receivers here to left, again. one to the right. Britt rolling left, sets his feet for the screen. He's got Teague. Teague across the 10, flags are down. Yeah, and that's going to be a hold that's going to bring that one back. Would have been short of the first anyway, so let's see if Ballard uh, declines and brings on fourth down. Yeah, more than likely they will. And actually, I know that screen was set up all the way, but Comstock just kind of jogged out and was wide open over the middle, and he could have run until next Friday's game. Uh, I think Ballard's going to take the penalty. <laughs> I got to I would have taken I would just take the result of the play cuz it wasn't a first. Well, it, 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 this is this is the coach's gambling a little bit, Dave. They're thinking push Manuel further back, stop him, keep him back or this go deep, for a maybe block, block punt. a punt. Yeah. Or get get a safety on on the play with Manuel. So it's third and 15, the ball back to the Manuel 4. 
And it's Britt working out of the gun in his own end zone. Britt's going to launch one deep down the right sideline. Oh, just over Jalen Carter at the 40. Yeah, and Carter was, was just starting to gain space between him and the Ballard defensive back. So Manuel's going to have to punt with her backs to the wall. Okay, Dave, I know it's still early in the game. Uh, third quarter with 17 seconds left in the third quarter. You think about taking a safety at this point? Uh... Yeah, you've got uh, Smith standing at the manual 33. They're coming for it. They don't get it. Sissel gets away. Kick bounces at the manual 29. Smith picks it up at the 32, then brought down at the 34. Nice tackle. He covers. That's Jacob Morgan, number 38, the long snapper, who did a great job of getting downfield and, and making a play there. So this game certainly tightened up. Eight seconds to go, third quarter. After Manuel scored the first minute to take a 24-0 lead, looked like they were on their way home. Yep. This game has certainly flipped. First and 10 at the Manuel 33. Man comes in late. May comes in under center. Manuel wants to jump. They don't. Long snap count. Actually, Ballard is in an eye formation. And they back out of it. Now they go to pistol formation. May looking looking toward the right. He's got his man at the 26-yard line. That should end the first quarter. Excuse me, third quarter. Jordan Gunner on the reception. Bryce Cosby with, with and that'll do it. After there. three, Manuel 24, Ballard eight. Ballard coach is getting excited over here, and, and rightfully so. They have closed this gap and they've brought momentum. The Ballard fans ringing some cowbells and making some noise. We've got one quarter to go. Manuel up 24 to eight, but. On what, the ropes. What, yeah, you, what you've got to say is is, is if this were a, a prize fight, Manuel would have would have been dominating on points, but recently Ballard has landed a couple good punches, and the Crimsons may be reeling a little bit. Looks like we're going to head toward an exciting finish. More than likely, the winner of this game will travel out Preston Highway to take on the male Bulldogs. 12 minutes left. Getting some uh, technical advice. We'll start the fourth quarter. Ballard, second and five at the manual 27. They trail by 16. And again, they stick with that crazy formation. Five linemen to the far side of the, to the left with one running back behind him. And then they go with the center, a guard, quarterback, and running back. So May stays in the quarterback. Dial in motion right. They run the counter with May. May's across the 20, spins forward for a first down kind at the manual 19. Kind of faked the jet sweep and then turned around and, and tried to run the read option. And it was like they just ran side by side in tandem to get where they were going. It's going to bring up another first down for the Bruins. And the ball's going to be on the manual 25-yard line. Again, they stay with that crazy formation that's really given Manuel fits here in the second half. May looking for the screen. He's got his man at the 15. Five. Touchdown, Ballard. They haven't thrown into that formation 
until just in. With 11.29 to go, Ballard has cut the lead to 10. So as we enter the fourth quarter here, the Ballard Bruins are mounting a bit of a comeback here. So it's a two-point conversion, even though they're, I don't even know why they're bothering to line up for an extra point when they, obviously it's a two-point conversion. Wolf in at quarterback. They break out of that formation. Manuel trying to scramble on defense. This is a big, big two-point conversion. Man in motion right. Wolf fakes the toss. Got his man easy. And it's Jordan Gunner on the two-point conversion. Ballard has closed the lead with 11-29 in the game. Ballard, 16, Manuel, 24. So Just it's up insanity. to the offense now to pick up the defense earlier. Well, you unleash a monster that Manuel hasn't seen all season, and probably yeah. Ballard's never unveiled until the second half. And there was no chance for Manuel to make any second-half adjustments right. at the half. Never in, saw it coming. In the first half, Manuel's defense carried the offense, and the offense got some points on the board yeah. and came through. Now the offense needs to pick up the defense. That's why they, it's they a team to, game. Yeah. Did, did you get the name of the Ballard player that scored that touchdown, Dave? I did not. Uh, Gunner had the two-point conversion. Yeah. I think actually he actually had the reception as well. Okay. But it, the scary thing about it is Buzz Manuel is really struggling on defense right now. Well, it, it's, you, you see that, and, and it's the strange formation, and, and it's given Ballard life. It's probably one of the things. And, and the thing that's really killed Manuel is they gave up the two-point conversions. Yep. If they missed one of them, we'd be okay. But right now, we could be staring at overtime, if yeah, not worse. But it's brought excitement to the Bruins sideline and the Bruins fans and the team that's on the field. So it's really up to the offense to establish something here and then get the defense, let them get some time to get – Emmanuel's not buying a regular kickoff at this point at all. They've only got Troy Henderson back. He's only standing at the 25-yard line. Ramsey's got it teed up. High short kick. Henderson fields it at the 20. Hesitates, and then he's blown up at the 25. I don't understand what he was doing. He just hesitated. That's, that's the time you pick up the ball and head down the field with it. And uh, But Ballard, because Manuel was kind of in that short – formation with their hands team didn't have the blockers on the field but still decent field position but you need to get a couple first downs and move the football here if you're the Crimsons this first. would be the place for just a long drive that wound up in the end zone so it's first down manual at the 26 11 24 left in the football game William Britt has went quarterback the whole way he's got Henderson to his right Play action pass, he's got Sissel that was almost picked off. Quentin Martin almost had this quick interception. Boy, things are really teetering yeah, on chaos. Just, just a step behind Sissel that time. Could have been a big play for Manuel, also could have been a big play for Ballard. He got his hand on it just enough to keep it from being intercepted. Now it's second and 10. They've got Comstock in the slot to the left. And it's Britt's going to keep it. Britt across the 35, hit at the 40, excuse me, 35 out to the 38. So William Britt with a quick first down for Manuel. Boy, they really needed that one. He, he ran the, the traditional option play, Dave. And again, the Bruins went after the ball carrier and Britt tucked it, hit that seam. And that time, instead of sliding, he delivered a blow to Did the Did they Ballard not get tackler. the first down? 
they've got to move the chains on that. That's they've clearly really got a, a terrible down. spot. Right? Terrible or not, it's still it's still okay. Now they finally foot. moved the spot. Yeah, and it, we've got an injured Bruin. It's a foot and a half past where the where the chains were anyway. So first and ten, Crimson's the ball on the thirty-seven. With 11 minutes, 12 seconds to go, Manuel clinging to a 24-16 lead. Yeah, and, could and as much as this game didn't resemble anything from the regular season encounter, now it does. Now it does. And in the, in the regular season encounter, the team that was behind late came back to win. Yep. Uh, not saying that that's going to happen again. This may just be a cramp situation. Then again, Manuel I would is, hope that's is what the master is. of their own destiny. They've got to convert on offense. Yeah, like one more touchdown wins the game for yeah. them. The, the, offense, the offense can pick up the defense here. Uh, and, and the offense and special teams can certainly come out and make some make a difference here and, and impact this game to the positive. And on the first series of the second half, the offense certainly came out. And again, it was Britt carrying the ball that enabled Manuel uh, on their first play. He got a big chunk of yardage and Manuel went in. It's Ryan Dawkins, a senior for Ballard who's injured. Good to see him up and walking off the field. I think it, just from the way he was holding his leg, Dave, and the way he's walking off, I'd, I'd say it was a cramp. We might see him back in. As he gets rehydrated. Yep. So Manuel sends Jalen Carter wide right, Neiman to the left. And they've got Troy Henderson in at running back. Lines up directly behind Britt. If they can get Henderson some room on the wide side of the field, Dave, I think he can take it a long way. Easy to say. They shift Sissel in motion to the left, and the handoff goes to Henderson. And it's closed down pretty quick for no gain. Yeah, Ballard, Ballard closing. Manuel didn't block the offside outside linebacker and he just followed the play right down the line of scrimmage and caught it from behind. It's going to bring up second and 10 for Manuel. Tight man coverage on Carter here wide right. Britt keeps. Pretty well played that time. Gain of two is going to bring up third and about seven. Yeah, Ballard's taking Henderson away as the pitch man on the option and Britt is doing the right thing. That time it was a little tougher sledding as he cut it back toward the middle may have gotten three on that we're going to call it we're going to call it third and seven so a big third down probably the biggest of the season right yeah, here I, i'd say this is the play of the game maybe the play of the season here with with the momentum that ballard has on offense you have got to convert here if you're manual henderson to the right of Britt, and they've got sissel flanked to the right Britt drops back the pass and he's got sissel Turns it upfield for a first down. Just a, out to the 48-yard line. A clutch catch there by Will Sissel. Sissel playing H-back came out of the vet, uh, backfield position and made a move across the middle. Britt hit him right between the eight and the nine. Sissel hauled it in, got just enough for the first down. First and 10 Crimsons. Under 9.50 to go. Fourth quarter, manual ahead 24-16. Ball's on the on the manual 48. The clock stopped for the first down. Manual huddling up now. They're probably going to try to run some clock as they keep this drive going. Britt gets the snap. Hands off Henderson. Met at the line of scrimmage. Actually a loss of probably one. They're just blowing up the manual offensive front at yeah, this point. It, it, at that point, Ballard bringing guys that manual can't block. 
and Henderson had nowhere to go. He they're took just there, the Emmanuel, to the throw. Yeah. They're just, just really yeah. taking away everything run-wise. And, and again, Manuel, Manuel now kind of huddling, kind of taking their time. It's something you can do with the lead, but you Second and 11, nine minutes to go, regulation. Comstock in the slot left. Henderson shifts to his right. Looks like a pass play. And then flags come down delay of game. They've got to get a playoff. That's what it's going to be. So that's going to move it five yards back. And they get second back. and 16. And it stops the clock, 8.43 to go. And Dave, early with penalties, Ballard had the penalties and it was creating trouble for them. So now Manuel with a penalty there and that's certainly not good. And again, you, you don't need to get all 16 yards in one play, although that would be nice. But what you need is you need to get a little bit as the Ballard players urge on the crowd. Second and 16, ball back at the manual 42. Britt, option left. It's nothing there, he's gonna be decked for a big loss. They're taking away the pitch man yep. all the way back to the 36 yard line, so it's gonna be a loss of six. And the Crimsons are headed in reverse. Yeah, and, and at that point, Britt went back. He, he didn't have a pitch man to pitch it to. That's where you just either go down or, or duck your shoulders and go forward as much as you can get. Third and 22. Good weak side pursuit from the Bruins on that play as well. Third and 22 for Manuel. 8-10 left in the game. Manuel still, try, still trying to milk the clock. They better hurry. Britt steps up, lobs one. He just misses Will Sissel. It wouldn't have been enough for the first anyway. That just called a time. Stops the clock with well, it, and that's 7.52. Manuel will have to punt. That's a key thing too, Dave. Had he hit Sissel, it wouldn't have been a first down, but it would have been yardage, and the clock would have kept running. So uh, at this point in time, though, it would have knocked a few seconds off the clock. Quite frankly, Ballard has plenty of time to score. Let's see if they come after this one. They've got Smith standing at the 32. Flags come in again. Yeah, Manuel kind of quick snapped and Ballard was moving. I don't know, that's going to be a procedure. procedure penalty against Manuel to back him up even more. And as Ballard was shifting around, Manuel was trying to match up to make sure they wouldn't have anybody break through on the rush, and I guess they were still moving. So here we go, fourth down and a mile. 7.51 left in the game. Fourth and 27, Sissel will punt, standing at his own 20. Ballard's defense looks like their offense were way overloaded and then on they one jump, side. And it's a good thing they did because it was a low snap. Yeah, but I, that may be against Manuel, and it is, Dave. And Ballard, another penalty against Ballard, Manuel. Ballard jump didn't cross the plane, caused Manuel to flinch. And that's five yards Let's back the other way. Let's make it fourth and 32. Buzz, I hate to say this, but McCracken County. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow, we were down 20 nothing in that game. So here we go. Now you, you hope that the punt gets back to the original line of scrimmage. Snap, no pressure. Sissel gets away a decent kick. Smith fields it at the 45. And he's hit there. 
at again. the Ballard 48-yard line. So the Ballard in great field position. Yeah, and again, Manuel can thank their long snapper. Jacob Morgan got a good snap back. The free release got downfield and made the tackle, but Ballard near midfield in good position with a good opportunity to tie this game. 7.42 left. Ball at the Ballard 48. And this crazy gadget offense of Ballard has just really can flip the whole game on yeah. its head. And they stick with it. Why not? First and ten for the Bruins. They stick with Terrence May at quarterback. And they send a man in motion left. They want to set the bubble screen. It's picked off by Bryce Cosby. Yeah, that, that was, that was just a mix-up on the Bruins' part, Dave. He was throwing to 16. 16 wasn't looking for the ball. They brought Dial in, mo in motion left, and they threw it right into Bryce Cosby's hands. Yeah, Cosby and was it could have been a pick six. It, it could have been a pick six. It also could have been a big play. Cosby was two. was one on two out there, and he came out with the football. Yeah, so. yeah well, it's a good thing he came up yeah. with it. That could have been six headed the other way quickly. But Manuel has a first down at the Ballard 44 with 7.37 left in regulation. New life for the offense now. They, the defense just picked them up. They need to come back and pick up. The offense needs to, to hang on here and pick up the defense. Manuel brings in a fullback. That's Kiesel as they go eye formation. And then the handoff goes to Andre Teague. He's stuffed at the line of scrimmage. Maybe, I don't know if he got back to the line. But Ballard is really dominating the line of scrimmage now. Yeah, Manuel, Manuel's linemen aren't blocking him. They, they know Manuel's not going to throw the ball, and if they do, they're going to put pressure on him. And we shall see. So it's second and 10 from the 44. 7.15 left. What an interesting game this has turned into. Britt will go back to the shotgun. Four receivers, one running back. That's Teague. Handoff. Teague again. Hit. No game. Third and ten. Yeah, just just nothing there for Teague. He can't run through people. They're just it's a numbers game. They're they're yep. uh, they're rushing the A gaps. So it's third and ten. Aubrey Haynes in on the tackle for the Ballard Bruins. And maybe you go deep here, or maybe look for Comstock in the slot and let him use his legs. So it's I'd still I'd still like to see them find Neiman. They haven't found him all night long. Britt looking left, launches one. He's got a man wide open. It's Tim McKinnon. Comstock at the 20, 15, 10. Does he get in? Does he get in? Touchdown, Manuel. Flags are down at the 38-yard line. Well, let's see. We got a flag down, but it was Britt to Comstock for 44 yards that would have won the game, and it's coming back. It's coming back, but that, that certainly would have put it out of reach. But what a what a great wheel route run by Comstock, and he was wide open and then drug a tackler into the end zone. All for naught. And that was on third and ten. My goodness. So we'll see what the play is. The manual sideline certainly is. upset. You got to be careful over there now. You don't need to add insult to injury. Oh. I'm not sure what the signal was, a personal foul? Yeah, is it? That doesn't look like the normal personal foul I've seen. Maybe it was, it was down a low. chop block or Maybe something Maybe it is a like chop that, block. Yeah, that's going to back them up. That's a bad one. Whoa. That's, that's well, that's a 15-yard penalty, so it's going to be, again, third and a mile. 6-19 left in regulation. So the Bruins get a reprieve. 
Just an excellent. Oh, it excellent, could not have come at a worse time. Excellent play call. Uh, you had a nice job by Neiman to drag the defenders over the middle. Trips right, Neiman to the left. Britt back to pass, and he's got Timmy Kilmstock completely can't hang on at the 42. What enough for the first, but it definitely would have changed field position. Had had that pass been up a little bit higher, Comstock had to go down to about his. Yeah, shins. if it was a little higher, he could have scored bit higher, that he again. Either had a touchdown or at least the first down at the very least. Six thirteen left. Sissel on to punt. No pressure from Ballard. Sissel, good kick. Smith has it at the 20. Look out. The flag comes in. He's out to the 35, but I think we might get. Now this one's going to come back quite a ways. Flag back at the Ballard 22. Now, Dave, I, I can't say enough about the, the job that Jacob Morgan's doing on the punt team. Uh, as he gets the long snap, he's drilling it back to Sissel and getting down in coverage. He didn't make the tackle, but he did force the ball carrier around, and it looked like the ball carrier was going to make some ground, but part of that was because of a hold. So it's going to go back. Well, Bryce Cosby came up with a clutch pick yep. on the last possession. This is going to go back to about uh, the 11 or 12-yard line, I would think. So the defense has a lot of real estate to defend. They're only up by eight now, and 6.02 left in regulation. Ballard will start from their own 11, and they stay with the uh, – no, when, when I was in Little League, Buzz, we called this a lonesome polecat. Yeah, they're, they're not going to come out of it. It's been too effective. They send a man in motion again. That's Dial to the left. May, pump fake. Manuel's got a little pressure on him, and he almost hits him. He almost so had a man wide open. Casey Jones slipped out of the backfield. So I'll tell you what, that was a, uh, he bought some time by coming out to the left. Manuel put pressure on him. He threw against his body and threw the ball a little bit low, but that could have been a pretty good gain for the Bruins had he completed it to Casey Jones. It's going to bring up second and 10 for Ballard. Clock stopped. 5.56 left in regulation. Been May since they've changed this offense yep. at quarterback. Lobs a slant over the middle, incomplete. It's going to bring up third and ten. That's his guy, good, though. That's his guy. He's good timing that time. Is it, Alexander ball belted out. it away from Dow. 5.51 with the incompletion. T.J. Ballard doing a nice job as he's on defense tonight, Dave, number hey, 80. A wide receiver by trade hey, in the daytime. And he made a nice hit that time to knock the ball loose. It's going to be third and ten for the Bruins. Then they send a man in motion again. Dial to the left. Fake the jet sweep. Then they're going to throw a little screen inside to Daniels. Daniels across the 30. Stays on his feet. First down. Could have broke it. First down Ballard out to the 32. Boy, Amari that one looked Alexander. like the most dangerous yeah. play of the half. Amari Alexander hanging on to his ankle for, a, for the tackle. But... Plenty of yardage gained by Ballard. They've got a first down. Clock stopped to move the chains. And this game is going to come down to the wire, I believe, folks. 5.35 left. Ballard marching again. They've got everybody bunched to the short side of the field. And we have a timeout in Manuel. Manuel's going to take a timeout. They've been in this offense for the whole second half, and Manuel's yet to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, it has worked very well. It, 5.30 left in regulation. Manual 24, Ballard 16. Manual actually led 24-0 with 11 minutes to go 
in the third quarter. Yep. And that's when they've unleashed this beast on us. Well, and, and you take you take away Bryce Cosby's interception on a play where the Ballard quarterback threw it in between two receivers, and Cosby happened to be in between them, and got the ball. And and that could have been six. It, it could have certainly been even more for Ballard. Then you take away a touchdown that Manuel put on the board because of uh, the uh, whatever that chop block, uh, unnecessary roughness, whatever that penalty was. And certainly this game could have flip-flopped one or one of two ways, but right now the Bruins riding all the momentum. Look for home. Ballard to run that play that was the interception to the opposite side. Yeah. It, it, it just looked too promising not to go for that again. Well, yeah, they, they had two guys in wide open space with one guy trying to, to cover both of them, and it just turned out that the ball went right to Bryce Cosby, who made a heads-up play, by the way. So it's first and 10 at the 33. Manuel staying on the field with their coaches as long as they can, trying to figure out this offense. One First receiver to the far side. It's Hassell with man coverage. And then they set the screen to the right. There's a hold, no call. They tackled our defensive end. They pick up 15 there yards. There is a flag, there is a flag coming there. in. Right at the 30-yard line, and it's going to go back. It was a blatant tackle for defensive end. As they, that's one way to clear out a sideline. Well, yeah, that 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 would do it. They said, talk about sitting in the corner. The, the, There's still a conference here. It's a hold against Ballard. The thing about 5:22 left. The clock is stopped with the penalty. Dave, the thing about this offense is you spread Manuel's defense all the way across the field, and it gives you opportunity for big plays because you're you're spread laterally across the field where. It, in a normal formation, you, you, you're not just lateral. You're also you've also got depth. Where this way, you're spread all the way across the field. You break the first one or two guys there, and you've got and a long way to run. And it's essentially negating Manuel's superiority on the defensive yeah. line. Yeah. Five twenty-two. First and twenty-three. The ball back to the Ballard twenty. Hey Bryce, what's eleven? I've got an idea on how to how to stop this. You line a guy head up on the center and bust him as soon as he snaps the ball every time. Here's the snap. Pump fake. Oh, he caught the ball away from the quarterback. It's Chase Dalvin with a miraculous play. No flags. He actually came in and stripped the ball out of the hands of Terrence May. Touchdown, Manuel. 5.15 left in regulation. I have to admit, I didn't see it until I watched him chalk it to the end zone with the ball. I, I saw it all the way, oh, Dave, and my. I wanted to let your excitement carry on. That looked like the old Statue of Liberty play. I was play, just about to say that. <laughs> except on the Statue of Liberty play, you're supposed to give it to a guy on your own team. Chase Gavin with clearly the play of the game. Uh, again, of all nights not to have video, yeah. Neiman will hold. Play. Russell on for the extra point. But we've got a lot of football yet to play. Absolutely. Snap is down. Kick is blocked. Does he get enough over? No good. Not quite. Now, thinking about this, well, it's a still a 14-point lead. It's still a 14-point lead. 5.15 left in the game. Manual 30, Ballard 16. But, boy, Manual comes up with two big turnovers. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and Chase Gavin just took the ball away from him. He, he just took the ball away, and and, and uh, it wasn't even deflected or anything like that. The quarterback, I think, saw Gavin in his face and tried to pull it down. And, and Gavin, those tight end hands from a year ago, he scores <laughs> yeah. a touchdown. Uh, not his first touchdown in his career. We saw him score some last year, but certainly uh, maybe the biggest play of his career, Dave. I, I would agree. I would agree. What a memorable play. Yeah. A magical play. 
So uh, the uh, excitement on the sideline and in the stands on the Ballard side of the field has been tempered a little bit by that great play by Chase We've Gatton. got a lot of football left with 5.15 to go. Ballard still has all three timeouts. So, but but the deal is, Dave, when, when you've got that momentum and you're riding high and all of a sudden something happens, does, does how, your bubble bursts, how do you get it back? Do you, can you get that momentum back? Certainly Ballard's capable of doing it. Uh, we've said all night long that the game wasn't over, but boy, that's a, that's a really hard one to take. It sure certainly is. And, and Gavin was able to stroll just take the, the ball out yeah. of the quarterback's yeah. hand. It, it, they were trying, obviously, trying to set up the screen, yeah. but he probably held on maybe a second well, too long. He, he tried to pump fake and then maybe throw down field, and by that time, Gavin was in his face. Russell has it teed up at the forty. It's Casey Jones along with Odell Smith deep for the Bruins. I think he's it here. I agree, Buzz. Let's see what we do. Ball on the – here it is. High, short kick. It's going to be fielded by Smith at the eight. And they set the reverse up. And Sneed's got it diagnosed at the 18-yard line. John Sneed, Jr., stayed home. Dave, I wish we had video on this play, too. Manuel came down in a wave. I told you earlier that they were kind of just scattered all about. They came down in a wave. They stayed in their lanes. Ballard ran the reverse. John Sneed, Jr. played it perfectly, was right in the right position, and made the tackle. Just a, a, a good job a on darn good thing coverage. he's a heads-up player because yeah. he had a long way to ramble. Absolutely. But, again, staying in your lanes, that's what's preached at kickoff coverage. 5-0-6 left. Ballard with the ball at their own 15. You wonder if the Bruins are Emmanuel going to... begins to pick up the far wide yeah. receiver. Finally, do Hassell goes over to cover. They stay with Terrence May. You wonder if the Bruins might try to go deep here. May's looking right the whole way. No flags. Pretty good. Very tight coverage, tight coverage by, by Hassell. Hassell on Sean Smith. Now, I just I just wonder if the if the uh, hitch and go pump fake something like that. You, you wonder Ballard really probably wants to score quickly, I would think, to uh, get back into this game again. I know Spaniel actually has, uh... well, no, they don't. Well, never mind. I thought they might have had some different personnel defending the center, but they don't. It's, it's Gavin playing nose guard. Fake the jet sweep, lob. They've got Ramsey. Ramsey stood up. Short of the 20, it's going to be third and about six. Gavin all over the quarterback again, trying to do a repeat play, and the quarterback got rid of it, uh, maybe a little bit hurried. They still picked up five yards on the play, going to be third and five for Ballard. 440 left to go here in the fourth quarter. And it, yeah, it, 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 hearing our uh, defense coordinator scream, <laughs> double pass, he may be right. Well, why not? They've We're only a week else. removed from Halloween trick-or-treat offense. We haven't Ballard. seen a hook and ladder yet tonight. May rolls left. He's got his man That's for a first down out to the 30. It was nice. Jordan Gunder on the reception. Just did a nice job getting, getting depth. Shook the defensive back. Went down to get the ball. Brought Put, it in. Turned Clock's his back gonna, toward the defender. Yep. Clock will stop to move the chains, and then they'll wind it up again. Ballard right back to the line. Good job by the Bruins to be up on the line quickly. May takes a snap, rolls right. This might be a run the whole way. Jones misses him. Stays on his feet across the 40. Out of bounds, stops the clock. First down out to the 42-yard line. And again, 4.03 left in regulation. Heads up play there. 
So it's first down for Ballard. The ball's and right at the 40-yard line. I'm just going to tell the fans, they're flanking the line to the right. That's short yeah. side of the field. It's the best way to describe it. One receiver to the left. And then they've got Daniels and May behind the two-man line. May hitch, and they were go long hitching. Oh, and it hit Cosby in the back. But I can't blame him on the coverage no, he, there. Did the right thing. He never it was, it was, never a pump was and able go. to turn around, but it, that was the play I had. Yeah, that was the play you thought they would score on was the pump I, and go. Well, I thought they'd at least try it, and they did. Uh, Cosby was in the right position. I think Emmanuel Lineman might have gotten a finger on that ball. So it's going to bring up a big second down play for Ballard to begin the ball right on the manual 40. 3.58 left in regulation. Second and 10 from the 40. Again, they flank the right line right. May looking left the whole way. He's going to launch one deep. Cosby with good position. What a great play by Bryce Cosby. Knocked it down with one hand. Played the ball all the way in the air. Kept good position. Shielded the receiver with his body from being able to come over the top and get the ball. Cosby with a good long arms for a cornerback. Reached up and knocked the ball away. Uh, brings up a big third down. This is the big play for the Bruins. I got to believe they're, they're in four down territory even on their own 40 at this point in the game, Dave. 3.51 left in regulation. You got three receivers left. Emmanuel needs to pay attention on defense. Three receivers left. And then they run this draw back to Daniels and that was Derek Dorsey on the stop. It's going to bring up fourth down. They've ran that play with a lot of success in the first half, Buzz. Yeah, yeah. Dorsey, or actually I think that might have been uh, Pleasant, Dave, that made the tackle. They both have jerseys that end in two now. Whichever one it was made the tackle and did a good job. Ball right back at the 40. Fourth down and 10, and you know the Bruins are not going to settle and punt here. 3.20 left in the game, fourth and 10. It's now or never for the Bruins. And for the Crimson. This time they're in a shotgun formation. Mays rolling to his left. He may have to run. He launches one deep, out of bounds, and the Crimsons have held and will take over at the Ballard 40. Manuel's going to take over at the 40-yard line with a two-touchdown lead. And... Only about 3.04 left to go in the game. So one would think, as some of the Ballard fans start to make their way toward the exits, that uh, although it's never over until it's, it's over, over, I like the Crimson's position here. So we have Manuel coming back with their offense on the field, the ball at the 40, and this is one of those, Dave, where... Bruins still have three timeouts, so yeah. they can extend this game so another... You, you've got to play offensive football now. You've got to run your offense. You can't just sit on the ball and down it. They've got, got to run some plays. Carter and Comstock in the slot to the right. Neiman to the left. Henderson at running back. He'll get the handoff from Britt. Henderson slips one or two tacklers. He'll pick up about five. But more importantly, at this point, the clock is running. Stayed in bounds. A little bit of a stretch play. And I like this. What I'd like to see the Crimsons do is, is, is go as wide as they can. Wide equals length in this case the, because you're going to run clock as well. Definitely they need a first down. It's going to be second and five ball on the 35. Nice run by Henderson that time. Clock is ticking down toward 2.30 to go in this football game. Carter again wide right. They've got Comstock in the slot to the left. And Britt's going to keep. He may have caught a face mask there as he went down kind of awkward. 
Yeah, I think the guy may have gotten like part of his shoulder pad or a sleeve or something kind of jerked him around. Ballard's going to call their timeout. So it's going to be third and seven. 2.18 left in the game. Manuel up 30 to 16, but they're facing a big third and well, let's call it nine, Buzz. Yeah, Ballard brought the outside linebacker from the short side of the field, Dave, and that's where Manuel was going with Britt, and he had nowhere to go to get inside that linebacker. Obviously, to me, it's a running down because yeah. we're going to make them burn another timeout. Right. He did a nice job, actually, yeah. of hanging on to the football. Certainly with, did. With that pressure coming. Now, if you're a Ballard supporter, Buzz, the first question you're going to ask the coach after this game is, where was that all year? <laughs> Why didn't you guys run that all year? You're killing Manuel. You, yeah. Nobody could have stopped that. Well, you know, save save for a miraculous play by Chase Gavin, uh, you'd say, well, we were going to pull it out anyway. The big Cosby interception yeah. also early in the fourth and the, and the, <laughs> the Chase Gavin play, boy. And the, the, the kids have rose up to the occasion, and they certainly needed it tonight. Dave, I, a play I never saw when I was at Manual. <laughs> and I didn't see it because it was my fault it happened was we were driving against Paducah Tillman and I missed a block and the next thing I saw was the guy that I was supposed to block running the opposite way and I had no chance to catch him. I don't know if he took the handoff or picked up a fumble, but whatever it was, it was. Comstock well, in motion, we'll yeah. hold that thought and then flags it. Go ahead and finish it while we got a flag <laughs> down bus. <laughs> they, they wanted me to finish the play. It was a lot longer version of, of the play that Gavin made as the guy went all the way and it actually turned the game around. Oh, yuck. Uh, so yeah, that was, uh, you know, I, I clearly blew it on that play as uh, Coach Jim Vessel let me know many times over the intercom that night. Yeah. Oh, you got one of those phone calls down yeah, there from yeah, the sideline, yeah, the, the infamous headphone? Yes, I, I Actually, did. telephone set It was down a there. telephone then. Third and 14 for Manuel. Ball at the Ballard 44. Britt swings a pass out to Henderson. And he's belted at midfield and uh, – yeah, he, he bobbled a little it's bit. It's a good I, thing they called that a forward pass. Yeah, and actually with him bobbling it, Manuel's going to pick up some yardage that they would have lost. Ballard played that pretty well, but that is gonna, the incomplete pass is going to stop the clock with 2.12 left. You just never know. Yeah, I, I seem to remember that little phone booth yeah. down there at Manuel Stadium <laughs> next to the bench. And it was like an old rotary dial <laughs> phone with a cord on it, and they strung a cord from the press box down. All the way down, yes. So... Sissel punts. I'm not Hits sure how he 18. got that one off. Smith fields it. Actually, Shucks, he may have some open space, but he's shut down at the 24. And the extracurricular starts and continues. It's Alexander dancing yeah, with comes uh, up late. Walter Chambers. Right in way the after the play. Let's see uh, how it transpires. 201 left in the game. Sissel kind of hobbling off the field, too, Dave. I don't know if he slipped on Let's his see plant. if this is uh, offsetting. Yeah. Oh, I thought another flag was flying through the air, but that was a football. A personal foul against Ballard. And then you're going to get the uh, – okay, they're not going to call it against the Crimson, so it's a dead ball foul. And that's going to push Ballard back half the distance to the goal. Yep. Or is it? Uh, they're picking up the flag. They, maybe it was a dead ball against Manuel. He just didn't point that way. Okay, so it's going to be half the distance. Through so inside. They look like they – okay, they're probably going to be somewhere on the 12 or 13-yard line to start yeah. this drive. So 
88 or so yards to go for the Bruins. You might as well say they've got two minutes and one second left to do it. And one timeout, or two timeouts left, excuse me. And this is going to be, again, with this, with this lineup they've got, this is a key for Manuel to at least make them run a lot of time. If they get the ball down the field, you want them to run out of time before they do any real damage. Mm -hmm. It's a two-possession game. Okay, they send the line to the right, the far right. The ball's on the right hash mark. And then they've got Jordan Gunner split wide left. Terrence May at quarterback. They send a man in motion left. And they come on the counter, and Daniels has blown up the balls on the ground. Let's see who has it. Chase Gavin again in there on Nacho that. On Jones the in there, too, yeah. blowing it up. Well, they diagnosed that one. Daniels had no chance. That pushes the Bruins back well within the shadow of their goalpost inside the five-yard line. And the clock is ticking. No timeouts from Ballard here. Uh, they've got and two left. No, they looks, chose not to use it. Looks like they're in no hurry either. Yeah, I mean, where is the sense of urgency? I mean, you, you've got you've to try. It looks like at this point they've just uh, called in the dogs. Do they, do they have a 14-yard play in their book? I mean, a 14-point play in their book? So it's May back. He's in under pressure. They run the Utah pass. Look out. It's Daniels. He's brought down. Ball's on the, the ground, but 11. I think they're going to blow it dead. So 105 and clicking. That was a long time to get a playoff it that certainly didn't was. do much. It's third and 11. And of all the trickery and innovation we've seen from this offense tonight, that wasn't much. That's just really poor clock management. And now we're going to get a timeout. Fifty-four seconds left to go here. Manuel up thirty to sixteen, and and, and there's one of my favorite cheers as you hear the Manuel student body singing, yeah. "Hey, hey, goodbye." Yeah, that's what. Uh, and the Manuel coaching staff is filing out. I I, for, I forget who the coach was when, uh, but some sportscaster from like ESPN or something is coach. What's your favorite play? The kneel down. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, remember, <laughs> you hate, I hate to bring this up, yeah. but it is playoff times. Yep. Who could forget the miraculous fairdale Doss game last right. year where Doss attempted to kneel down, but they somehow got the ball stripped and uh, Fairdale went on to win in, in overtime. Yeah, it, it, uh, that's certainly one of those things. And you wonder, Dave. Beat me 50 to nothing, I'll sleep <laughs> easy. Beat me 50 to nothing, yeah. I don't have a problem. We're back to live action in exactly one minute to go, and it's third and 11. And it's going to be Terrence May out of that crazy formation. The line is to the left this time, and they've got David Daniels to his right. One receiver split wide right. Man in motion, and it's a double pass coming. He's going to have to pull it up and run. He's got a first down all the way out to the 35. And knocked out of bounds by Omari Alexander. Casey Jones with a nice run. Yeah, he, he was obviously wanting to chuck one deep. Dave, that play took three seconds. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> huh. It certainly we, we, Wow. We are, we are playing at Ballard. And you that's talk about a, clock management. That's, that's, that's speed. it. Yeah, that is clock management. Out wow. to the 36, 37-yard line. We might be here till next Friday to play this last 51 seconds if it goes like that. First and 10 for the Bruins. 51 seconds left to and go this in the This time game. they're lined to the right. May takes the snap, looking to his right the whole way. 
Is that a completion? And I, that's going to be yeah. probably interference. We'll it was see. complete, or was it? I thought it was incomplete, but then a penalty flag came in afterwards, so it, I would say it'd have to be interference. So it stops 46 seconds to go. And, well, and, and penalties certainly are not going to be Manuel's friend. It's a, I don't know what the, the strange uh, Illegal foul. hugging or something I've, I've like never that? seen that hand signal before. Too much personal contact? I'm not, I'm not sure what that... Uh, fans, if you know what the, uh, the crossed arms across the chest, kind of making an X, is uh, on that signal, drop us a note at ogoatradio at twc.com. Dennis Fink, if you're out there listening to us, buddy, our ex-official, the clock operator at Manual Stadium, let us know. And then we get a whistle, and it's a flag against Ballard, 45 seconds to go. And we see Jason Frakes down there on the track. He's getting ready to his featured game tonight. Yeah, probably. He's taking notes, probably on the field, I'm sure, to get some comments from the, both coaches. Jason's predicted score on this game was He right had Manuel close. by 14, yeah. yeah. Somebody listens to High School Sunday. <laughs> May drops the snap. Then he picks it up, throws one. He's got a man wide open. David Daniels, he'll probably score, and he will. With 36 seconds to go, and I thought he might have crossed the line of scrimmage, fumbled the snap, and then he found David Daniels streaking straight up the field with Dave, 35 seconds. We, we, don't, we don't often see it on uh, plays from scrimmage, but we've seen it on kicks and things like that where you fumble the ball and, and, and everybody just kind of freezes for a moment on defense, and he found Daniels for 53 yards and a touchdown. And this, they haven't put the points on the board yet, but they are coming. And this game is not over. No, I think Ballard's only going to go for one. I, I'm kind of surprised at that. I would have thought they'd have gone for two and tried to get it in to where they'd only have to score and kick an extra point to win the game. But. Ethan Goldberg is on for the alleged extra point, or is he the holder? There's still a conference here. This is either going to be a... I've never seen the... Okay, yeah. well, they are going to attempt the extra point. Now they put the six up. It's 30-22 yeah. with 35 seconds to go. And this is an important PAT now. Absolutely. Kick is up, and it's good with 35 seconds to go. Both teams with one timeout. 30 and this to game 23. is not over. No. Manuel has to field the kick off wherever they kick it. And depending on how you line up, one of those in-between kicks uh, that we've seen Graham Overstreet field a couple of times for Manuel a couple weeks ago uh, certainly would be something to put on the table, an onside kick of the traditional fashion. Even if you kick it deep, if Manuel brings up everybody close and you kick it over their heads and keep it within the sidelines and the end zone, not cross the goal line, Manuel has to recover the ball. If they can recover the ball, they can run the clock out. It all comes down to a kickoff. Yep. So in a, in a tale of two halves, the Ballard Bruins have for the most part dominated the second half except for Manuel's opening drive of the second half in a Chase Gavin. I, I don't know how you call it. I Can think we he just stole the ball. Ballard is on a 23-6 run. Yep. How about that? Now how big is Manuel's failed PAT? Absolutely. You would have forced the Bruins to go for two there on that on that last one. And 
Daniel Levine will tee it up at the 40. Manuel has pretty much everybody between the 40 and 50 yard line. They put the ball on the right hash. It's gonna come down to this kickoff. If you told me half an hour ago, the game would come down to this. Oh, yeah. Bizarre, just a bizarro finish. Here's Levine's kick. He goes 10 yards, it's in the air, but I, I think, think- Ballard's got I it. I think Manuel's got it. I think that's Andre Teague with the reception. It was it was bobbled. It was bobbled initially Manuel by Manuel, held but on. they do get the ball. And I think it was Andre Teague who leaped up <laughs> and said, "Come on, man! It's enough of this." And, and I think they're going to leave him in the game to maybe seal it away for Manuel. I, I, they can. Thirty-two seconds. Yeah, you they just got to take a couple. Kneel snaps. down. Ballard has one timeout left to burn. Well, much like the regular season game, this one is true to form. It's coming down to the closing seconds of the game. You've got Troy Henderson playing safety on offense. Teague going to be lined up in the backfield. And, and they're going to have to send off. Teague off the field. And they don't get it That's done. That's going to be a penalty for too many men on the field. 30 seconds to go. So that's going to stop. That's going to stop the clock for Ballard. But it gives them an extra timeout. But if they take the penalty, it's still first down. So we'll see. I don't see. think they've thought about the mathematical implications of that. But they are going to assess the penalty. And it did yeah. burn two seconds off the clock. I, I think they've got to reset the clock to 32 seconds, Dave, and, and uh, start over again. Coach Jackson on the field for Ballard trying to figure out, sort out this conference. And this should have just been an elementary exercise yeah. of snapping yeah. the ball and kneeling it, but <laughs> no. <laughs> It's not. No, nothing like keeping the Crimson fans on the edge of their seats. And they are asking the uh, clock operator to reset the clock. And they mark off the penalty. The ball's actually now on the manual 43 kick. with 30. Let's see what they want. There, he's the, telling him to put 35 seconds on the clock. It Dave. was 32 before they snapped it. I know. That's crazy. It was 35 after the touchdown, and there had to have been some seconds tick off the clock on the kickoff. Now they're going to 32. You're right. Okay. He signaled 35, and the clock operator was only doing what the official told him. Well, now let's see if anybody watched the Fairdale Dolphs game last year yeah. in the playoffs. Well, you know, every center, when he gets over the ball, at every level that I've watched anymore on, on <laughs> film or anything, moves the ball. So Britt goes under center. Victory formation. And the ball is on the ground. And Troy Henderson, luckily, is back as a safety, but they blew up the snap. And that's why wow. that, you, that you have somebody in a safety position. And that that's, you wonder if maybe they heard the snap count or whatever, but as soon as the ball moves, if somebody Last can. Last time out for Ballard, 27 seconds to go. Now, and that's the problem. A lot of teams run this spread so much. They're used to going shotgun. You know, going under center is a, is yeah. a rarity. And, and, and the other part of that is, Dave, you don't know how quick the hands were of the guy on he defense. Have, if he, he may have swatted that ball. Yeah, if he swatted at the ball. I, I contend, if I'm in a situation like this, I'm going to find somebody in my school 
who takes karate lessons. Those yes. guys work on on quick thrusts, and their hands and their feet move quickly. Bruce Lee was an example. He had to slow down his movement for the cameras to catch them. Uh, if you've got somebody that quick, they might be able to just take the snap and go. True. I can just there's coaches lining up now wanting and, my theory. And on this that. game is approaching the three hour mark, Buzz. Yeah, I, oh. I thought I might have had a chance to get to my favorite Starbucks, but it looks like that's going to be out tonight. Well, we reset the game here. Second and 23, the ball at the manual 35 with 27 seconds to go. Manual leads 30 to 23. Everybody stacked on top of each other. And they get the snap, and there's a quick whistle. Yeah, you want to make 20 seconds. I don't think Ballard can stop the clock again. At least Eric Neiman has rushed over the sidelines, and that's it. That is probably the last play with 12 seconds of ticking. Manuel has held on with an improbable 30-23 victory over the Ballard Bruins. Plus, how big was the Chase Gavin snatch? Uh, it, it, it's that the was the difference. Game, that's the it's ball the game. It's the ball game. You, you got you to gotta look at it. Uh, Manuel with 24, Chase Gavin snatches the ball, goes into the end zone. Uh, if not, Ballard scores and, and goes for two and, and ties this game maybe, and we may be sitting here playing all night in overtime. Just what a, you know, two, two classic games this season between two teams who never quit. Both, we've seen both teams come from behind this season in the in the Ballard Manual series. Manual comes out on top of both of them, but what a valiant effort by the Ballard Bruins. And Manual's won seven of the last nine meetings with the Ballard Bruins with a series that uh, going back in the day, Manual was hard pressed to be competitive with, with oh, Ballard, yeah. but that was a long right. time ago. Manual moves to nine and two on the year and will no doubt take on those male Bulldogs, a rematch of uh, the old rivalry, and that, that's something we'll ponder. Uh, how many times has Manuel and Mail met more than once in the season? Yeah. How many times they met in the playoffs? I can think of a couple classic ones, 1988 Absolutely. and 2002. Um, one of our fans sent us a note here. <laughs> Seriously, this could age one considerably. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to my sister in California, Ann McLaughlin, who contacted us, and uh, certainly uh, a lot of folks missing from the stands tonight. Want to say hi to all the Manual faithful who have been here, and uh, Manual's going to roll on to the playoffs. I would expect that the old goats will be in a portable goat pen somewhere at somewhere. Maxwell Field next week. I don't know what kind of cage they'll construct for us, but I'm sure they'll they'll find room for us. We will, f fans. We will find a way to bring you the football game from Maxwell Field next week. We may have to rent a generator, Dave, and and run a cord from, you know, one of the car dealerships on Preston Highway. But we're going to figure something out. We will bring you the game. As I'm, although I don't have a score, I'm going to I'm going to call it right now that the male Bulldogs have defeated the Jefferson Town Chargers tonight. And uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say Trinity Shamrocks and the Shanex Tigers have advanced too. That that's true. Uh, and no disrespect to their opponents. It's no. just uh, they're just not as good as those other teams wow. this year anyway. Yeah. And uh, it, it, yeah, wow. What a way to extend the season for the Crimsons and uh, Dr. Oliver Lucas, Manuel's coach, and a nine and two season. You know, I'm not sure I'd have thought that Manuel had a nine and two season in them at the beginning of the season, and they've certainly pulled the rabbit out of the hat a few times this year. Certainly have. Um, what a what a special bunch here. Who knows how the season will turn out, whether it goes on for a few more weeks or could even go into bowling. We don't know. Any, but anything, it's been a memorable season. Anything is certainly possible, and, and you know manual shooting to go on. Uh, there is a big roadblock 
out on Preston Highway, standing in the way of the Crimson's in the form of the male Bulldogs, the number one team in the state of Kentucky and, uh, and a very highly rated team. See Jason Frakes of the Courier Journal interviewing Chase Gavin. Chase says, oh yeah, I do it all the time. Quarterback holds the ball up, I take it away from him and score <laughs> with a piece of cake. I think we're gonna wrap it up here from the home of the Ballard Bruins. For David Wright, for our producer at home, John Wright, and also uh, thanks to the manualredeye.com for Jack coming in and spending some time with us. Take a look at that website. Fans, don't forget to take a look at our website, oldgoatradio.com. Drop us a note at oldgoatradio at twc.com. Again, for David Wright, for our producer, John Wright, for Jacob Llewellyn, who's on uh, assignment for us, but certainly we expect back uh, at the home of the Bulldogs next week. Final